Welcome to a journey through time and stuff. Time and stuff, yeah. You've never been on a journey like this before. Time and stuff time. Time for the stuff to happen. Time. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of A Journey Through Time and Stuff. My name is Aaron. And I'm Jason. And today we are so graced uh, to have this wonderful guest back in the studios. The last time she was on was episode 83 back in February of 2018. Uh, In that episode, we discovered that she is not old Ben Kenobi from the hills. She is, in fact, (laughs) Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes. With every uh, skill she tries to do. We made many Star Wars references. We Uh also discovered... Uh, that she is not the sits on the ground and complain Yoda. She is actually the lift shit up with her head mind Yoda. Doing my best. So, Heather Smith, welcome back to the show. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. Too kind. (laughs) How have you been? I've been great. Um, Yeah, I've been really, really good. Making a lot of art, making a lot of music, working on a new album. I've been seeing your uh, social media presence is very inspiring. Oh, thanks. Uh, Between your travels, between the art that you're creating, having to do with music, um, uh, basically everything that you're doing is positive (laughs) and Mm -hmm. inspiring. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. It's been fun to get to know you and kind of watch from the outside for the last year and a half. Thank you. First question I have, uh, and thing I want to say, one, uh, Elu kicks ass. I still play it. God, thank you. Um, How did that turn, like, how did things form? Yes, yes. Because I I enjoyed this. I Peter out, which would have been a slip. Um, (laughs) You know, not as hot as we would have wanted. I mean, to be honest, like, I think it's difficult to um, make an impact on the mobile game market if you're not, like, featured by apple or you sure. know, it depends on exactly what you're releasing but i mean the people that have played elu like really love it and, yeah. and mm-hmm. still play it and i actually have a few friends that like totally capped out on their um their numbers and were basically like i've purchased everything in the store like i'm just gonna you know uh put this down for a little while because i've been obsessively playing it for a while yeah um, yeah i know I, I totally get it it's a hard puzzle game yeah yeah, yeah. um and uh yeah i think the the guys at brainium uh that i made it with when i worked there um are are really proud of it they're moving on to like some other card game stuff which is like mostly what they have done in the past yeah so elu was like definitely like a departure for them Mm -hmm. um and um yeah we'll see you know we'll see what what they do but i actually left them back in march i think uh, of this year okay yeah yeah so i decided to um I mean, the truth is, is just that I am, I'm an artist yeah. and yeah. I, yeah. I need to be making art that I, um, that I find fulfilling and, and that not it stifled feels by anything. Yeah. Yeah. And, mm. and there was just avenues that I wanted to explore that I think, um, yeah, probably weren't going to happen at Brainium, to be honest. Sure. Gotcha. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Cool. So are you, are you still interested in art art design for video games video game creation are you still trying to do yes. mobile stuff well so i'm i'm primarily and i always have primarily been interested at least for my like mm-hmm. career quote unquote stuff in yeah. um like innovative art and technology yes. so the blending yeah. of the two yeah so like i i'm still interested in that like interactive art so it's the art that 
it's not just a monologue of somebody being like, you know, here's my piece, like interpret it as you will. It's like a dialogue between the end user, the audience, and the art, and it their experience and them themselves and the way they participate like changes the yeah. changes the art. So anyway, still into that. And actually, mm. lately I've been digging into augmented reality art. Mm. Um, okay. So that's the thing that's that the I'm actually step. really focusing. That's what I was going to ask if I you're was doing any say. virtual reality, augmented reality. Not things. VR mm. yet, mm. Um, but AR stuff. Mm. And I'm I'm definitely interested in VR. I mean, there's, you know, I would say most people would agree with this that have looked into this stuff. But mm. the big challenge right now is like the interface. Yeah. So the glasses, like the yep. the input device, or like the right. input control in the input, exactly, and then haptic feedback. Yeah, absolutely. So the yeah the physical interface between the human being and mm. the technology sure. is like kind of the biggest hurdle right now. Yeah. But there's a lot of potential there. Definitely. And, oh. and I'm just really excited about well, it. Well, augmented reality is great mm. because you already have all the f physical input. For sure, for sure. You, you do. know. Yeah, and also I think that it's going to take hold and a much grander scale before VR yeah. probably is like the neck like is fully taken on but AR is going to be everywhere Google Glass I'm, kind of mm -hmm. idea so you know something you wear that just is displayed things mm -hmm. I'm not exactly sure what the solution is going to mm -hmm. be like it would either have to be like really cool glasses or even like a projector thing that kind of fits over your ear that's like super streamlined and people don't even see that mm -hmm. deals with projections I've seen some sort of like I don't know. Would there have to be a, a, a refractory medium Some sort of out in front of you for that? Uh, yeah. So for the ones that I've seen, people have actually used, it's projected on their hands and stuff like that. And oh, so, wow. or like surfaces that are around them. So they sure. kind of like improvise like flat surfaces to sort of like mm. interact with things. But I don't know exactly the form of it, but like I'm just super excited about the opportunity of like creating pieces that are surprising and like, um, yeah. further the storytelling. Mm. So I do a lot of illustration. Of course, yeah. of course. Well, yeah. I want I want to get into th that, yeah. what you've been doing lately, and also cool. ties in with your trip to Europe and everything, right? Yeah, it really does. And, like, so does the animation that I've been doing mm. and, yeah. um, and the music that I make. I mean, mm. it's all, I do a lot of stuff, but it's all, it's all spaghetti. It's all interwoven <laughs> it's and, all and connected. Yeah. I can <laughs> see that, too. Like, of the art that I've seen that you do um, and it's awesome. I like the, it almost seems like there's a texture to it. It seems like you're good at creating like almost like watercolor mm. with what you do. I do like texture. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I think there's a certain like fluidity of how you can make things. I don't know. Yes. I just, agreed. I'm, Thanks, yeah, man. It, I think it's really good. A lot <laughs> of the stuff I've been doing lately is um, digital, actually. Mm, okay. And so previously, I mean, I, I love tactile art, and I actually wish mm. that I did it more. It's just kind of easy when I have my iPad to um, oh, yeah. sit there and make stuff. And Procreate, which is an app for the iPad, came out a few years ago and it was just it was just a game changer like bottom mm. line for illustrators really? yeah absolutely like the combination of the procreate brushes and the ipad pencil or, or the apple pencil rather um just it it really i've tried every drawing app that's existed basically for does I, it for get iOS. close because i've never tried one i've yeah, never most of them suck seriously yeah but procreate does not suck it's great so it actually i mean is it synonymous to like no pencil on paper it's different okay just even the feeling of the pencil on the glass surface is different they create like 
sticky, you know, like textury things that well, you can put on top of I it. I was wondering. I've never used those. I was wondering. Gotcha. Does it is is it? It can't be pressure sensitive, right? It is. Oh, it is pressure sensitive. It is. Yeah, oh, it's actually in the tip of the pens of the pencil rather than the surface of the screen. Oh, oh that's awesome! Okay. Right. So and there's probably a little bit of like that's a kind of awesome. But but it, <laughs> you do get the hard press for dark. That makes perfect light. You do cool. or okay. depth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's pressure sensitivity um, settings that you can change. Oh that wow! Okay, because for me, never having used one, that was just one thing I couldn't conceptualize. Dude, that's yeah, exciting. You, have have, you can also actually turn the pencil on its side. And do like side shading and oh, stuff. Oh, like chalks? Side. Yeah, like chalks or pencils or oh, anything yeah. that Even you would use on the side. And it, it will emulate that depending on the pencil. But yeah. Dang. For the brush I feel like there should be more like. Oh, so you can actually use brushes on the. No, brushes is just a term for the piece of software that's emulating oh, okay, a, a okay, brush okay, or a okay, marker okay, okay, or okay, like whatever. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. I mean. That actually might exist, though. I don't know. There might be like a brush out there, like that has a brush tip that also has a stylus embedded in it somehow. Mm, Someone should really work cool. on that. Oh, it may be <laughs> right. Because <laughs> hey, my, my first my first thought was just like the long edge for like a highlighter or a yeah. long a fat edge sharpie, uh-huh. but actually as a stylus. That would be great and too. Wide. People should actually. That's a great idea. You People know, should have different tips depending on mm. like well, the you preferred could, medium. You could actually then do real calligraphy. Yeah. And turn your edge mm-hmm. and really make those sweeping just dang. So there are really wonderful calligraphy brushes, like brushes, quote in quotes, that exist that have these super elongated shapes just like those tips. Does it and notice you, can, you turn the pencil, though? It sure does. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, dude. They've thought of this. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's really, like I said, it's a, it is a game changer. Oh. So. And that's all on Procreate. Yeah, it is appropriate. <laughs> if you want to sponsor this podcast, no, I, I don't. Like, yeah. please, hey. I, <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Uh, we are not sponsored though. or endorsed by. I these. like. Yeah, I like Sorry. learning things about. No, apps. yeah, it's uh, <laughs> yeah. anything, any anything that can help an artist, especially that you use it. Yeah. It's just a endorsement for you more than the product. Sure, absolutely. And I I literally use it every day and I'm I'm learning things about it all the time. It's it's deeper. They've come out with some like cool stuff in the past like year. Like you can do animation with it now, which is like sort of so I've been doing a lot of like cell animation on it. Um yeah. because it's just you know, it's, I'm on the couch with my dog and I can, you know, sit there and, and do like quick little looping animations and gifts to share and stuff like that. That's fun. And you can make your own. That's yeah, it that's is. so cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Wow. That's very cool. Um and then music for you is going good too. You said you're working on a Yeah, man. Um so I I can't remember if we talked about this last time I was on the podcast, but I got hurt really badly. Like yeah, I, that, that was the other one thing the that questions. was one of we wanted yeah. to ask about yeah. is well, you you said because of that, you know, and mm-hmm. everything with your wrist. Mhm. Um guitar was an effort and everything and piano, kind of a piano and yeah. all that stuff so yeah so i was actually going to be one thing is how, how so is it? well i mean okay so long story short i've been to i don't even know how many doctors now i've been to probably like seven or eight surgeons um looking <sighs> for solutions so basically i had a surgery the the synopsis is i i fractured it and dislocated it the ulna um and they missed it. Yeah. And so then it, it healed incorrectly. Oh, and then yeah. I had a surgery to correct it. And unfortunately, because just the shape of the bone is wonky, it yeah. like popped out again. So it's it's basically permanently dislocated. Mm-hmm. And the joint itself is like 
basically no longer a joint is what they've sure. been telling me. So anyway, I, uh, oh, oh hello. There's a virus, <laughs> virus threat. <and> threat protection. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> and anyway, so they just actually took my case to this hand surgeon convention, my latest surgeon, to see if anybody had any like clever ideas for to help me. There's some surgeries available is what they came up with, but they all have risks associated with them. Yeah. And, and they're all mm. kind of dumbfounded by the strength that I do have. Like, they're like, why are you... How are you able to do this? Things? Yeah. So do you have like super Will. massive tendons that overcompensate <laughs> for this? Or what? I actually think that playing guitar mm. has ma- like the it has made a huge yeah absolutely like wow. the bar, bar chords and mean, all that sort of stuff. Well, oh, so it's, it's my your, it's my yeah, fretting your, hand. Yeah, it's fretting. Yeah, hand. it's my fretting hand, and I think all those bar chords have just sort of um, done it. And also, I'm just like. And so yours was external you rotation, play. right? Yeah, so I can still only rotate it this much, like about fifty yeah. percent. Right, right. Um, and right. Uh, which you know puts me in fretting position, which is it really, really does. really freaking lucky. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, and I'm just I'm really fucking stubborn, and I have just <laughs> Good. really pushed Good. it. Yeah, I mean, w- you should be because be here's stubborn. the thing: is is it, there? There's never been anybody who's like, oh, I should just back off this forever and then maintain what they had. Yeah, I mean, how sad is that? Like. Mm. No, like I, it, it, it literally lights a fire under my ass. It makes mm. me want to fight harder. So, I mean, I'm glad that I have that like weird, yeah. you know, like response to it. It's like not always appropriate in life, but <laughs> in this True. current situation, it's helping me. And, um, so anyway, I've just learned, I've adapted, you know, right. like constraints within art are a beautiful thing. Yeah. Like it makes yes. you, it like, it guides, it guides exa- what you do and it makes it more unique. So I'm I don't really look at this. I mean, it sucks. It's painful and stuff, but like. So, yeah. yeah. So is, is, cause last time you said you were, you deal with some kind of moderate pain all day, every day. Is I it do. And it's been three and a half years now. Yeah. Which oh. is crazy. Like chronic pain. Like, mm. I mean, I know that mine compared to other people's is, is probably nothing, but it's really, it's wild. But it's, it's still thing. something. You yeah. Know and I mean? it's. And comparatively to those people that don't have pain, that's a lot. You yeah. Know? It's like it's probably shaving off this like level of, of like calm in my life at all times. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. my dials are turned up just a little bit all the time. Well, what, what I was going to ask is, is uh, with, that's a perfect way to describe that with the dials turned up to three. Yeah. Instead of zero of like, all the time, but then three becomes a baseline. Sure. And almost, unless it's a flare-up or something, yeah. then you're just like, oh, it's not hurting, even though that level is mm-hmm. at three all the time? I've just learned, I mean, I so I've lived in a lot of places that were uh, right next to trains, and I kind of compare it to that. So after you've lived next to a train for a long time, you mm-hmm. stop hearing it. Yeah. Like, True. Like, and so I have, you know, some days that are worse than others. Um and uh but like you said there's a baseline and you can kind of just like like i just want to fucking get on with my life so i'm just well it's to me i it makes it up you it actually in my head anyway it makes the person operationally stronger from a start point because they're already anything (laughs) to do is already a level of overcoming to begin with sure yeah Yeah. you know well nobody ever became like astounding by having no challenges <laughs> that you is know? very true i mean yeah yeah any, well i was gonna you say think of no well, one you can think of and even <laughs> maybe people who did self-sabotage to give themselves a challenge that's true <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. oh, yeah. i mean artists and musicians cut their own ears oh cut, cut an ear <laughs> off never heard of that. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, I guess I don't need to self sabotage anymore. No. Duly noted. I'll yeah. write that in my journal tomorrow. But <laughs> in um, your what? Your journal? My journal. Um, that's like a wet hot American summer like quote uh-huh. where he's like, I'm gonna go write in my journal. I put my thoughts in it every day. It's a journal. But he's right. Just, yeah. yeah. But journal. Paul Rudd. It all comes oh. back to Paul Rudd. Holy gotcha. shit! Yeah, we were just yeah, having man. a great. You're right. That was wet hot American summer. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Movie. Wow. Such and a making, great movie. And making little butts in our photos. Yeah, I, I'm not sure we got this on tape, but we were just no, we talking no, about we how rad Paul Rudd is and his uh, little butt finger trick. If no one has, if no one has, un, in listening, has heard of the the YouTube internet series Hot Ones, dude, it is a fantastic series where you watch people who uh, think they're more than they are most of the time get in a situation where they become completely. Uh, ego compromised Mm -hmm. and have to answer questions that they don't they've never heard before honestly Mm -hmm. as part of the thing is what kind of questions they're disabled and they're presented with something they've never been asked yeah and Mm -hmm. it's and it's anyone you could think of there are nine seasons of it um it's super great it's great but paul rudd we were saying paul rudd was probably one of my favorites of all the interviews yeah and the scene Okay, you guys have to watch the the interview because at the very end, <laughs> don't skip to it. But they do a scene together, <laughs> and it is, and this scene that Sean Evans, the host, and Paul Rudd do together is one of the best endings totally, of a Hot Ones totally. episode. They're like, let's lean in, and then they just looked at one another, and the <laughs> eyes are like, let's do this. It was really great. And they, dang, I missed that. They did. They did. I think the, I saw it. Though. They did the most know. hardcore. Of the hot, the last dab they could ever they do. They did. I forgot about that. Like what? Uh, they did. What the they, they took, what were they thinking? Here's what here, here's what Paul Rudd said. Should we suicide. just mix all the sauces together? Yeah, they did a suicide. And so they took all of the ten sauces, mixed them, and then rolled their last wing. Yeah. In it. In Deep. all ten of the sauces, <laughs> and then ate them. Bit it and then prayed for death. Pray, and then and then while they were burning Good. up while they're burning up they completely went improv and did a complete scene with each other yeah. crying and emotion seen. I think they were oh. high and it, it, Good. they I might have been Good. High, oh, yeah. oh well yes, yes I mean they the might have also they, been like weed high they could have also <laughs> well, been weed yeah. high yeah, yeah, I, sure. I, I, I often think that Sean Evans is totally they get weed, yes. they get weed high <laughs> they get weed high weed high it's a new term it's what <laughs> yeah. the kids call it I like well, that well it's it should be I like like super soft you know what? weed high. I am actually glad there is a designation like that instead of just saying sure. getting high. Because yeah, then what the are same. you talking about? Mm-hmm. That sounds like huff and paint to me. Right. Getting high? Duster. Or like, yeah. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> dude. Whippets? Exactly. Doing dust off yes. whippets? That was... <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what That's getting high means. very different from, you know, so, smoking joint. So I've... <laughs> yeah. Here's something that's crazy. I've always wanted to do a dust off whippet. What? I've always wanted to do any nitrous whippets. <laughs> no, I know I could. 437 down at my store. <laughs> but I've never done one. And the reason I've never done well, I guess there's two. You've heard stories about one people is that you know just doing Steve-o. dumb shit with them. Oh, Steve-O. Just watch anything with oh, Steve-O man. from Jackass the and Jackass doing nitrous oxide like, and whippets. They're all kind of heartbreaking. And like Steve-O really just are. is a reason that I never want to do Duster. And then two, well, I work... And then number two, when I was in high school, I worked at a movie theater and they used Duster to clean the projection cameras and basically anything in the mm-hmm. projection room. And 
people who worked at the fucking movie theaters. Yeah, I'd walk up to the upper office and I'd see him laying on the floor, oh, hey, just yeah. like doing fucking hits. It's office. not cute. And I walk up and like, <laughs> it's not I'd be like, cute. No. I've seen it. It's not cute. People will always find a way to get high. Like, like <laughs> yes. put one dude in an empty room with a banana peel and like he'll figure something out. But like, I bet yeah. you. <laughs> I don't know. That's Sorry. <laughs> that was awesome. I love how we we all like. I don't know. All you have, <laughs> we like, all stopped ourselves. All, all, yeah, no, he all, getting high. All you have in my brain now is, could I get high off a of banana peel? <laughs> Do you yeah. guys remember people saying you could smoke banana peels when you were kids? No. Is that only in my neighborhood? <laughs> no, could have been. So, so last time you we were on, we talked about ter- weird terminologies, and and we had Alaskan words Did for we? things oh. like like member duties. Remember right. we told you about right, duties right, right. who were playground oh, wait, you duties. Didn't know duties. And she also That's... didn't know hamburger style, uh, hamburger style, and hot dog style for folding paper. Uh-huh. We had to explain that. We I also had that a that hot dog friends, day. Like, Did I say hot that? dog day? We yeah. talked yep. about hot dog day. And, and so now this one is one from your side of. Nice. the the nice. childhood Sharing that we culture. didn't know yeah. yeah you can smoke banana peels but you really can't that's just what the kids said i don't right. yeah i mean it seems like it's far too wet to begin with yeah totally to i never tried so you know i <laughs> i wonder would they okay all all sp- <laughs> you're like Okay, let's break I'm, this down. I'm really <laughs> trying to think about would you take a bit a whole banana peel You'd exercise have to dry it out. You'd have ex- to dry exercise it. the banana from the peel. I think it has to be dry. And then you crush up that and roll it in something else and smoke that. Or maybe like shred it dry like dried tobacco. And then know. smoke it in another smoke sort it of like paper. In a pipe or, a, or something. Banana peels. <laughs> in my neighborhood, it was funny like so like we had a pretty good bus route we had a lot of kids on our bus and uh i think that there was like a rumor on the bus like all the cool kids hung out in the very very back of the bus because there was like no of course no (laughs) you know parental sorts well and it's the farthest back (laughs) distance right for the bus driver to see he is more likely to be looking toward the back to see if anything's going good on and be caught by someone doing something in a middle seat of the bus because he's always going to skip the very front seats because they're the good kids mm-hmm. he will <laughs> overlook the front kids get caught up in the middle two-thirds of the bus and mm. something in there is going to distract him every time and then the back of the bus just blends into the cacophony of heads that so like one day in the back of the bus i had overheard that there was people and like i wasn't really a bad kid at this time that I like wanted to fit in with the bad kids. Actually, I was like, I wanted to be accepted by the bad. Sure. Weren't they kind like of the funnest? Is. Weren't they the? They funnest? were the fucking They're the rebels. Fun. Yeah, they were fucking awesome. So of course, I overheard that there was like some kids that like were trying to get weed, but like bought fake weed or something like that, and like I had potentially like known that it was cool or not cool to like you know. So I like I made fake weed out of strawberry. I didn't actually like try to sell it or anything. I just more or less wanted to have it out of uh, the tips of strawberries. <laughs> oh, all the strawberry leaves on individual oh, strawberries. Wow. You yes. take Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could see that kind of looking like uh, leave to a dead yeah, kid. I I pulled and I didn't actually like obviously try to get rid of it, but more or less like I was like You're like, "Hey guys, I have weed." I got <laughs> you know, it's, it's strawberry you know I mean? like, and and just in the back of the bus with these like <laughs> tops of strawberries, just thinking I was cool. Did was there any red fruit still stuck to the strawberries? Or did <laughs> no. you make sure that all no. that was trimmed off? No, this is like also when we we're like way too young to probably know or actually ever see weed. 
but it's like sixth I did grade, smoke weed smoking seventh grade. I, I smoked weed probably earlier than a lot of kids. Probably just probably because I hung out with the back of the bus kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that, yeah. The, that was the gateway. Back of the bus. It was. Parents. It was. Did you have uh, did you have a lot of kids uh, pressuring you for weed and poetry Texas when you were young? <laughs> no, no, definitely not then. I mean, I think I, I don't think I really saw any of that stuff until probably like my teenage years, which at that point I was actually living in Dallas. Right. Because um, you went right. to there for the, the art school. High Mar- school. Yeah. yeah, totally. Um, yeah. And I was I was a pretty good kid until until about 16. <laughs> until 16. Yeah. Yeah. I when, think that's when the everybody's takes like, over, right? <laughs> pretty you much. Know, yeah, just, I wanted to be bad. I always wanted yeah. to be bad. <laughs> but I, I, I would do, I would <laughs> I would do very rebelly things by myself for many years mm-hmm. before I let other people know mm-hmm. that I was a part of the bad club, which still uh, was like 16. It's really funny, though. He still is, though. I totally, he still does I can things. totally relate to that. So I thankfully don't smoke cigarettes anymore, but I used to be what I called like an anti-social smoker, like mm-hmm. in later high school. I would like, I didn't want people to know, so I would like smoke cigarettes by myself. Yeah. It's like the opposite of peer pressure. Oh, yeah. I get it. Um, and then I later I just, you know, smoked all the time, but super glad I quit because cigarettes mm. suck, but they, they, oh, sorry. Yeah. No, 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 it's, it's a, uh, it's a common realization that I recognize that cigarettes do in fact suck, but I love the fuck out of nicotine. Oh yeah. I get it. Yeah, well, see, really and, and me, like I quit it's smoking. It's fun to smoke. I still I, yeah. smoke it actually, but I, I quit smoking cigarettes when me and Jada got married basically or a couple years before, but I still like smoke occasionally mm-hmm. but i still do smoke like i'm, outs- I'm outside i'm you know outside I mean? i'm well, like here's the thing i just like i'm outside because i'll i do smoke and then he'll be like hey man can i just have a drag of that because the thing of just the everything about it the nicotine head yeah. rush everything is pretty awesome yeah. not gonna lie and mm. here's my problem is i it's I'm addicted to so much more than just the nicotine. Oh yeah. It's all of the everything mental tied in Absolutely. with that. Oh man. And it's not bad enough that like you know, a pack of cigarettes lasts me like a week. Mm-hmm. In a sad, weird way, I have like a specific group of people that I used to smoke cigarettes a lot every day, you being one of them. And it just kind of reminds me of like all the people that I used to smoke cigarettes on the deck with. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, yeah, dude, shit, I met you're not so here. many people on the deck or like on the patio or whatever, like and a that's lot of really where good I'm friends. Where I'm at, probably. And, and for me, like, I do want the nicotine thing. I know that, you know. So many tests, like nicotine in itself, just the chemical nicotine is actually not harmful for the human body in itself. Only nicotine. The admin, administrated, the device wow. that you use to administrate nicotine to your body is the harm that you get from it. I see. Um, it's actually, uh, nicotine in itself is actually a neurotropic. It oh, helps okay. alleviate. The paper actually, and the tobacco Every What is it? Everything in a cigarette is the, the 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 way that you get the nicotine that is soaked into what you're smoking, right? Into your body, mm. that's that's what causes the harm. And so, like nicotine patches or nicotine gum are actually some of the safest ways to just get nicotine. There's no naturally, yeah, ish. Well, yeah. that's that's the thing is what 
chewing gum is that actually good for you like you know any device just putting sticky patches two or three on you and wearing them all day and <laughs> the glue that you, Could you imagine <laughs> people just sticky patch themselves like nickname like make like a little bikini out of them and yeah, yeah, right. and yeah just i normally oh, smoke a pack a day i, so bet, I, I bet 15 I, patches i bet direct bet nipple nipple it's stimulation helping. if you just put two, two nicotine patches caffeine just, nips y'all i think we just invented something. caffeine nips oh caffeine aaron nips. are we yeah. gonna have to do a We're podcast a, with caffeine caffeine Nips. Oh, but you know, so I just, I just commercial caffeine nips yep. right now. Well, oh, we'll mean, make eventually. We'll we make need one. to make, dude, <laughs> yeah, fun commercial about caffeine. I've just kind nips. of accepted that that there's a point like at pasties. there's a point at which in my life I probably won't smoke cigarettes anymore. Sure. Nicotine pasties, you I know. Like but I like, I just, I, I will definitely get it. Yeah, I I just don't understand why to quit something so fun. They smell like nostalgia to me too. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It's yeah a challenge. I don't I don't know. It's fun. Okay, well hey, let's uh let's Play listen music. to a music. music. Yeah, because you brought more albums again. You're one I of did. the most bringingest uh vinyl people of all time. Dude, it was really hard to pick three. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. well, here's what's funny. Uh, Tony, we've been doing more and more like of. Just uh, more, more people. I think uh, since you started the revolution, more people bring more vinyls, and we do single songs off of nice. more vinyls now, which mm. is fun. Which Last, I feel like actually builds more and can actually create more conversation and like wrap around the person's character more. So yeah, yeah, we're happy to have our more. our last our last guest um, brought ten, dude, and he's like, I don't know what you guys want. Yeah, just pick something. You know. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I we have to start with this one oh first. Yeah. Tropical fuckstorm from Australia. Really, really love these weirdos. They're a new discovery of mine. That's the, really cool. They're too. the cover. Yeah. Is pretty <laughs> mind blowing. I like a, how there's a Montreal artist. I forget mm. his name, but I think both of their albums have uh, have been his artwork, and it's um, it's a. I mean, it's a it's that a clusterfuck. It's a that storm. makes me sad, kind of. Is it the the baby vampire? Or no, what? the oh the, the weird toilet the weird thing? toilet cup with yeah. the bomb exploding in its brains. Yeah, there's a lot there. There's been a lot of great music coming out of Australia. And there's a oh the dick pic. There's a wiener on a phone. Oh, there's there is? there's a dick pic. It's on a <laughs> you phone. Didn't know there's that? A, there's a dick pic hiding behind the can the How toilet camera. Yeah. <laughs> Jason, and good eye for the. <laughs> I know. I noticed. <laughs> wow, <so> weird. <laughs> How Freudian. Uh. No, I, I well, I noticed. I followed the intestine oh. down, and then it looked like As a kind of a. Yeah. And then I fall <laughs> right down in, into the toilet bowl. Just pulling rope out of a bag. <laughs> oh, what's, what's all the fucking rope? Huh? Yeah. It's October. What's all this line? <laughs> and then, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of guts in there. No, there is. The first thing my eye was drawn to was um, the, there, all the eyeballs. I noticed all the eyeballs, and then I noticed the intestines. Oh, I just noticed and that guts. there's the, the iguana and the turtle. The tortoise, probably, mm-hmm. being injected with the needle with a Band-Aid on it and red fingernails. Yeah. But then there's <laughs> the UFO chilling with the bat. bat and okay, this is great. Yeah, this Tropical cool. fuckstorm, everybody. Yeah, the theme of the artists that I brought today are kind of like um, people that are 
really experimenting and so trying really different sort of like melodic passages interesting like tunings like Mm. Um, yeah, people that are just really riding their own horse, like musically. And I, I, love I really that. dig that stuff. Yeah. And so we're going to be listening to uh, side A, track number one. This song is called Paradise. And when would this album come out? I think it was know? just a few months ago, actually. Nice. Oh, it's, this it's is new. like new. This is hot new. off the presses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. So it a looks, big group of my fresh. friends on the internet uh, sort of found them, and then I heard them and went on a trip, and basically it became like my my was obsession. This, was this your trip. Europe trip? No, this oh. was a recent trip uh, down south to visit family. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Um and Beautiful. then how how is this their first album, second album? Second album. Okay. But I think that this is the one where they really like Like th- this is their, their definitive I this think is what so. we want to It was kind of like yeah. when um Parks and Rec came out and they didn't really know what like kind of show they were and like the <laughs> yeah. second season they kind of like solidified like okay, this is who we are and like this totally. is our tone and like these are the people and yeah, so I I really think they like they <laughs> they owned this album. Yeah. And it looks Pretty. Yeah, and it's bright pink. It's rad. I love it. It looks great with that light. <laughs> <laughs> and since you've been here, we got a new record player. Yeah, this is going to sound better than ever. Nice. Didn't even press the button. Oh, the vinyl time. time. (laughs) (laughs) Pick a number one, two, three, or four. Long before we were born, bands were forged and formed vinyls outside the norm. Records picked on high from our guests here tonight. May their old flames reignite on time and stuff's vinyl time. Oh, oh, it's vinyl time. That's how we want to introduce them. But we forget. We it outside to read and on a chair in the alley she smooths out the pages and reads I'm way past pretending we ain't more than friends and this moment is losing its patience and time is all there is still it disappears so you need to tell me what's true 
Do you think about me like I think about you? Or is that just impossible too? And if that is what it is And we call it quits I won't be alone living among strangers And now all's left to do is be powerless to Then be crushed by the cavalry coming to save you it's so fitting. I feel like there's a framework I need to be on to look at this from. Nobody out there loves you like I do. So if you're thinking you do.
Nice use of tritones. for me to pick like a particular uh, song uh, from the album because I actually think it's all pretty great but man not everybody's cup of tea but definitely <coughs> mine I don't know yeah I what I loved most I think that with songs like that <laughs> and with groups that can try that and have the uh, the guts to do something like that like it's all about the effects that they have on each kind of part Yes. And that was incredible. The words that the he used blending. was guts. He is, he's an amazing lyricist, mm. too. But yeah, guts. It, it definitely has I, guts to I was, in the Th middle of that song, I was sitting there trying to go, I would never be brave enough to try something like this. Mm -hmm. They're breaking all the rules. Let alone, my brain would never think of that. Yeah. Especially I, right I from don't, the very beginning. Yes, like yeah. right from the very beginning, and the vocalists too, like how they were coming out of like I don't know. You'd expect one thing, but then they were kind of like I love bending the, everything, notes kind of and everything. And he was stylish with it. I don't know. It really for sure. It was great. Yeah, yeah. And he was like it. And he was pushing such a slow rhythm. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Yeah, it starts so sparse. It made and me want to go. Mm -hmm. And kind of feel yeah. this. It's like I've got I've got then, nothing to prove, da, 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 but I feel da, da, something. Da, da, da. And mm -hmm. like everything is coming at you, mm -hmm. and you're having to pay attention. Like, uh huh. No, yeah. it does, and it resolves really nicely. Then it gets very sparse again, and mm -hmm. their control of dynamics is very impressive. <sighs> they also they do a thing where they I, I feel like it, I actually feel this about all creativity, like to be truly creative. You take something familiar and then you you break it, but yeah. you keep these familiar aspects mm, to right. it. And I, yeah. I feel like they do this really successfully and that like there are certain constructs that they're using, like the call and response with the background vocals yeah, like, right. and like yeah. the lead, lead singer, for example. Oh, yeah. It's mm -hmm. like something that we all know. And like and then you feel it when it comes because it's that repetition and like well, and makes it poppy. And they use and they use very resolving tone like structures not even yeah. well even with that the callback was what was familiar and it seemed like the yeah. or, you know the actual like lead part was kind was of what was, was broken kind right. of broken so it creates Which, this this stable base for dissonance and craziness yeah. to go all around it but they give you they give actually they make you wait over half the song <laughs> yeah they do <laughs> before it gets before they resolve. give you something resolving and familiar yeah. to yeah. then hold on to for the rest of the song yeah this is also mm -hmm. the very first song on the album right yeah. no mm -hmm. i can only imagine That's um cool. have you ever heard of the band bent knee no okay should i should check it out i think you would love cool. in fact i'm gonna make a note on my phone right now too, 
for to I have a song to show you after the podcast is okay, over. Red. Um because they're a band I I uh I went and uh, I actually discovered in preparation for a a, sh- a show a very proggy show. So have you cool. heard of the band Leprous? Uh no. I don't think okay, I have, they're actually. another one that is okay. very. I do love. I love prog stuff. So and 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 the the fun thing is, is I was actually there for the headlining band, and the other two bands were two of my m- very happy discoveries. Nice, I love that. In this, when a lineup like gives you, that. you know, and Leprous I had heard of before, but I hadn't been familiar to any of the music that they played there, other than like their ending closing famous songs that I could, you know, sure. and it just gave me a. And then Bent Knee was the opening act, and they're from they're from back east somewhere i think they're from new jersey if i'm not mistaken um the garden state and yeah and um they they are a seven piece oh my band and um that's hard to pay bills six (laughs) yeah like here you guys split this like twenty dollars they're either they're they're either a six they're either a six piece or a seven piece but they're 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 very large they uh drummer bass player keyboard is the lead singer and she's amazing mm. then they have th- another keyboard player and two or three guitar players i something right. they're they're but they're big and they make but the beautiful thing is is what this illustrated to me and th- it made me immediately think of them um not that the music is the same but there are s- there are at least two or if not three guitars playing during that there's two guitars one bassist and a drummer no other instruments? I'm sure there are other instruments on the album. Okay. Um but but yeah. the lineup is the, Well, right. Yeah. And and, and it just it just there were lots of layers yeah, and they were, sure. they were they were they were they were I couldn't I could figure out and hear parts of um like a an instrument doing a very sparse part and then another instrument doing mm-hmm. a very sparse part. It's about part. that and interlocking. Then, and and the separation of everybody just layered perf you yeah. know. Exactly ha- and that's the thing. That was exactly how they wanted it to sound for us to hear. Mm-hmm. At first when I heard it and I heard like kind of off timed picking and mm-hmm. weird not <laughs> nothing was falling in line with each other. I was like, oh, this is like a weird live recording or something. That was where my brain instantly no, went. And then as everything went on, I was like, oh, they mean okay, okay. Wait, everything I just heard was on purpose. Okay. Now I have to reanal and that's what that song took me through. That's so and funny. That's ha- that's the experience I had the first time I heard this too. I was like I was like, are they fucking up? Do they mean this? And then the longer you're listening, like, oh this is intentional completely. Okay, interesting. Like, yeah, yeah. This, it, I don't know. I came into it thinking that it was probably intentional, but as I was like, I, yeah, pleasantly surprised the whole time because, uh, yeah, of the able, they were able to like, yeah, it was definitely something I'd never heard, which is yeah, cool. Agree. Yeah, <laughs> yes, they're they're wholly themselves, and actually, all three yes. people that I brought are, are completely themselves. Like well, no it, one sounds like that's them. what you did last time as well, which is oh nice. What is very surprising for me, like that again. I was actually hoping. I'm like, oh, what she? Well, I tried to bring stuff that like you know people may not have heard of, and I, also you know which is beautiful. Kind of particular yeah. theme, but yeah, this thing's cool. This makes me. Everybody, tropical fuckstorm. Tropical 
fuck storm. If you yeah. like in stores now. And what <laughs> I, and what I love about the name is that is a wholly Australian name because yeah. they are really very loose with words. Words don't mean a lot. They're uh, yeah. a term of endearment between f- male friends is a dog cunt. Really, <laughs> that's funny. Or a good cunt. Yeah. And that's how two good friends yeah. will talk to each right. other. Sure. In Australia, men, men will just say that to each other. And it's like, oh, he's a good, like, yeah. I, you know, and so the, the, there isn't I an, um, I do too. Yeah. And there isn't, exactly. a, there isn't an American band that would dare name themselves Tropical Fuckstorm. I guess it's been their record label for a while. It was like Tropical Fuckstorm Records. They were previously like the gu- the lead guitarist, songwriter guy, mm. and his partner, who's the bass player, were in another band called The Drones, which is like like a, a very psychedelic, okay. like cool band for several years. That, that name sounds familiar. Got kind of popular. Yeah. And then I think things happened, like constraints within that band uh happened and they decided they wanted to to they got an opportunity to tour with uh king gizzard and lizard wizard oh i love king gizzard yeah who are super great yes and and they were like well shit like i think how i i don't actually know the story but i think they were like well we want to do this but like maybe the drones can't do it or maybe we want to try with like a new thing so they basically formed this band like super super fucking fast wrote all these songs we're super fucking fast. They went sure. on tour, <laughs> you know, like basically we're probably learning to play them as they were on tour, uh, wrote this album on tour, holy shit. recorded it, not this album, but the, the one first before one, this. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, and then it sort of gelled like later, but wow. they do all their own, um, engineering too. Yeah. I, I, I imagine. You probably hear that. Um, yeah. I, I feel like it would be so hard to articulate like what they were going for, like mm. to another engineer who didn't, you know that's, what I'm saying? Like that'd be so that's hard. That's what I would imagine. I, I can't even imagine the how they would think of making it sound that way. And, mm. and, right. and the, it's the, probably the, really exploratory. I'm guessing like through right. the recording process, if that makes sense. True. See, I'm, that's what I'm wondering. Did, is, is this written in a room jamming together before they record it, or is this written in front of Mike's recording stuff and Mac mixing it together? I don't know. That's you a know? great question. And, and, and that's how I wonder if how they're writing it, because I couldn't imagine a bunch of musicians sitting in a room and just coming up with that and then replicating it. Right. To me, that's what's the hard part. That's that's replicatable. They 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 recorded that. They just did a whole U.S. tour. And yeah, yeah, an Australian tour that I think right. just came to a close. And so, to, whoa, all right. I, I I can't even actually. I really wanted to see them live. I yeah. I learned of them the day before they played Portland, and uh. it was. Uh, it was also the day before I had to fly to Texas. And yeah. so I was flying to Texas while they were playing in Oregon. And then <sighs> they played in Texas right after I left there. And then they played with, um, they actually played in Chicago with some friends of mine, uh, Conan Neutron and The Secret Friends. And I really wanted to go to that show. So anyway, ba- all my friends went to these shows as they like toured the United States. And, and I just had psych. to like watch. Yeah. And I was oh, like, from there, yeah. <laughs> but Conan was sweet and he got me the, the vinyl, which was sold out online and... Um, nice. It's a yeah, and, it, and, it's, and it's translucent cool. pink for all you who yes, are wondering. Is. The vinyl it's itself really is translucent cool. pink. Yeah. It's fu- oh, it's a glow in the dark. 
Oh, I don't know. I haven't tried. That'd be oh, cool. That's a good question. Maybe check That would out. be something interesting to see yeah. if that disclosed <laughs> in the dark. Yeah. Maybe. It would not surprise me if it does. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. But it is translucent pink. It's pretty fucking rad. Yeah, it's super pretty. Um, okay. And then, so speaking of traveling, you went to an, what seems like an amazing I European vacation. Yeah, I did. Um, so I have never been to Europe. I've been right. to some other places. I've been to like Jamaica and Argentina and like a couple other spots, but... Yeah, I'd never really been to Europe, and I decided after I left Brainium that I wanted to go. I, I basically had uh, there's a, a character design and contemporary art conference um, called Pictoplasm that I've sort of been following for the last couple of years, and it's it's basically I just and it's in Europe. It is. It was in Berlin. Okay. And okay. Um, and so I was like, well, I'm gonna do this, and while I'm over there, I might as well sort of make my own art vacation of sorts like slash education so i picked cities based on the art that was there and the architecture that was there and uh i ended nice. up going to yeah i ended up going to That's berlin cool. and prague and barcelona which was super rad i bet um, i bet it was all the gaudi stuff yeah barcelona mm -hmm. kind of like did if it blow I had your to, mind yeah i mean i could kind of live in in berlin or or even probably prague uh, but barcelona i was just like whoa <laughs> yeah. i love a big city that's like very international but it's also laid back and on the beach and like just and the way spanish people and it, well and out. it's not a very tall city right no but the architecture is like fabulous like the gothic quarter and all of the gaudi stuff is yeah. really really otherworldly right. um what a weirdo uh i i mean as you can tell i kind of like weirdos and gaudi Definitely. gaudi was one yes um so uh yeah and then london and reykjavik um, but yeah, I got to see a lot of amazing architecture and a lot of amazing art and super thankful that I got to do it. And I, uh, while I was in Prague, I saw, I went to the music museum there. That's what, yes. And that's where I want to transfer. <laughs> yeah. Right yeah. I was like, this seems like this might be good for this podcast. A hundred percent. I looked at pictures of that. Dude, that museum is amazing. They have the weirdest instruments, like yes. super mm -hmm. strange Please stuff. Please like, expand and be thorough so they had they had <laughs> quarter note um or like quarter tuned pianos for example um so rather than doing half steps they do quarter steps Oof. uh which is real weird oh, and yeah. at least for like western music oh, and yeah. um they had you know pianets and like weird like double belled like tuba things uh, which I, I don't even really know the name of. They had hurdy-gurdies and, you know, some yeah. other stuff that you've seen. But they also had, like, <laughs> super ancient and gorgeous, like, violas. And anyway. Did you yeah, and you draw some inspiration, like, artistically with some yeah. things you made, right? So, yeah, totally. So uh, I was really. Those were cool. I, thank you. So I was really inspired <laughs> by the forms because they were mm. so extraordinary and to hear the sounds that these things made was also extraordinary to me as like a okay musician. that was a, as a question so yes. as you're walking through looking at all these very old handmade instruments yeah. I'm like jelly. some of them <laughs> i would imagine some of the things you looked at were the very first one of the, or the kind only one. or the only yeah. one Innovated or one of two or something like yeah. like shit. an innovated structure an innovated yeah. body design People experiment how with shape. you know 
but actually becoming functional for a purpose enough to get cataloged in a museum, yeah. right? It's so rad. And they had little, you couldn't actually, you know, they had a couple of things that you could actually like hear played physically, like yeah. in person, but they also had recordings okay. of some of the instruments that you could then listen so, to oh, on the side. So you got God. to actually be there and witness someone touch <laughs> one and play one? No, of something there, of that? Uh, well, there was like a couple of different um, like self-playing things, essentially, um, mm-hmm. as well as like like a, oh. chur- a churnable piano thingy that I don't even really know the name of. But um, mm. <laughs> so there's a couple of things that you could like physically hear in person. But other things they had taken recordings of, like really nice recordings, and you could just put some headphones on in the corner and like go pick an instrument and then listen to it. And um, yeah, I was just really I have a <laughs> I have a little bit of a. I, I sort of like um, anthropomorphize things. Like mm-hmm. I kind of see okay. googly eyes on like everything, or uh, like yeah, you know, course. like talk to my toothpaste when it looks a particular way. I'm like, hey, buddy, how are you doing? You know, <laughs> yeah, dude, I love that. <laughs> I kind of the same I way. I just see faces. I mean, I this is it. a very human thing, right? Uh, we have a big is. chunk but of our as brain. As an artist, you like that. you do it. Like you like really do it. I love <laughs> that. If, <laughs> that's great, Heather. If I didn't. If if, I if talk you to things, said that I you don't to talk to your toothpaste, <laughs> I would have been worried. I know. I'd be like, "Are you okay?" Like, y'all like, get me. That's great. You didn't, you didn't <laughs> talk <laughs> about your talking to your toothpaste. Like, I get that. So man. I just I saw I saw these characters right, like yeah. in these forms, like so clearly. And I I was in Barcelona. It was a rainy day. I had to do laundry. I stunk so bad. And I was sitting in the laundromat, like while my my stuff got done. It was raining outside. And I had my iPad with Procreate, and so I started drawing some of these forms but you know not directly i was just sort of inspired by in your head what you remember the double shape of the bell you know i'd taken photos for reference but i didn't want to do a one-to-one i wanted to do what my imagination kind of interpreted from from the forms and then i created a series of characters kind of based on these you know weird instruments Mm. and um yeah turned them into these just strange little creatures that like yeah. true, sort of have emotions characters. and like have uh, eyes mostly personality, and personality like things you know emotional mm-hmm. things kind of happen and then mm-hmm. they also make sounds and i made all of the sounds uh, myself and so mm-hmm. yeah it was just kind of i don't even really know what they are but i just called them um what did i call them uh <laughs> musical strangers i think is what yeah I called them. something yeah. like that and that was fun it cool. Totally, I love watching them come out and the so next much. renditions and everything. I love how you, you have had. like little series of things. Yes, like yeah, that's what and I was like, gonna say. You're always kind of busy, but like I don't know. Yeah, it's more because it that, seems though. like you multi. It, it shows how multifaceted you are, like because it's that's both like, good and bad to be honest. But yeah, <laughs> well, so, I feel I I get it because I feel like I'm a. I have many hats, mm-hmm. but I'm not like I feel like I'm not like really really good at anything. But I feel like you know i kind of feel the same but yeah i've but, got creative but you're ADD. doing <laughs> yeah but you're doing and you're doing really cool art and you've actually and love succeeded how, in many yeah, of them and thank you yeah and yeah thanks again <laughs> again like i okay if you got if anybody if you listeners out there have listened or go back and listen to the conversation we had a year and a half ago when all of the stuff she's talking about now was just beginning to mm-hmm. happen she was still like yeah i don't know if i'm like yeah thanks i, I you know i really try and all that stuff but <laughs> i don't know if i'm that good yeah. and, well and, you're always extremely and, modest and then but that's yeah, sure but it is it um, is but it it, mm. it's just i want everybody to recognize that the stuff she was not sure about then actually worked out now <laughs> and how really cool and it really is it's it, it's the Thanks, it's the obi-wan kenobi 
thing. Well, yeah. you know, I feel like I feel like lots of people, but especially artists, there's this level of like um, you're you're trying things that haven't been done before. If yeah. you're if you're really yeah. going from your heart, you know, and it's mm. this uh, exploratory process, and you have no fucking clue if it's gonna work. Like you really yes. don't. You don't yes. know, and that's part of like the beautiful dance is like sometimes it doesn't work, and you got to take what scraps you can learn from that and apply it to the next thing or whatever. But like. So yeah, in your know. original ideas, then, how do you take criticism? I mean, I take it pretty well. I look at it, or I try to. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. there have definitely been scenarios where, like, I think my, my like, ego has gotten in the way and not allowed me to, like, hear somebody's opinion. And then later I was like, oh, you know what? They were totally right. They were totally right. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go back and, like, apologize or whatever. And that happened, I think, enough times, like, in the beginning that I sort of figured out that that's what I was doing yeah. and that I was kind of emulating other people that I had seen in my life um, uh, that were had maybe some ego going on or whatever. And I was like, oh, I don't have to be like that. Mm. Like there's actually like mm. more strength in being flexible and taking other people's experiences of what you're making and seeing them as, as valid as your own experience. Being open-minded okay. basically yeah. is oh, a good thing. So, okay, so then... Yeah. Where do you find the balance Where's then the line? between what you feel innately mm-hmm. that is creative uh-huh. and relying on that outward input and being flexible? Where, yeah. uh, like, f- I struggle with that shit really hard. For sure. And it's not easy. And, you know, I, you've done so many things that are good. Do you have a feeling that without trying to be biased do you kind of have a a feeling that it it is it's more i don't know how do you feel about your input into where you are well and and vital yeah you you know what i'm trying to ask oh yeah yeah so i think so i think i do i mean there's Having made stuff for such a long time or, you know, basically my whole life. Trying to innovate, like, but not just made stuff. You're not, you're not just taking other stuff and regenerating like, or trying not to, right? You're, you're trying to actually. That's not really what I'm interested in. No, you're, you're, you, you, all of the stuff you've done has been innovative, as innovative as you then creating it could do it. right? Right. Right. And so that's, that's different than other people kind of trying to ride curtails of trend, and oh yeah, sure. Y- you know what I mean. Yeah. Every, anybody can be create, and they are creating something, them. But it's also on the curtails of sure. trend, and then there's innovation, which is wholly you with no hope of riding a wave of something. Yeah, that's how I think of innovation. Is yeah. I'm creating this because I want this to thing to exist, to exist mm-hmm. and I don't care if. People who I also like, like it or, yeah. or, you know, I try and think of it that way, but also I want it to succeed. Of well, and people want, need yeah, this. You want, you want it to be recognized it. as this thing that is like, sure. like you tropical fuckstorm definitely is something that is wholly innovative mm-hmm. and should be recognized for that fact. And you, you experienced, you, you know. Uh, showed <laughs> yeah, us, yeah, yeah. You, not and you, it was innovative. We and experienced. Unique. I get it. You know, 
Mm. Yeah, so, I mean, actually, that's that's I now that I think about it, it's really appropriate that I brought the people that I did because I think I think it is all about innovation, and I think that is actually a cornerstone of like who I hope to be as an artist and yeah, um, good for you and as a person. Well, I just feel like let's go to the unknown places, like let's sort mm. of explore the new things, and I think that I've learned to trust myself. In short, like I think okay. I've learned to like I know a good idea. When yeah. I when I think it or when I see it, and I know that a composition is successful when I see it, I know like you know I've 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 learned to to balance things. Are there mm-hmm. some things then? Okay, are there some things then that you innately so feel when you create them that you don't even think about asking for someone else's opinion on it? You're just yeah. like this is fucking group. This this is just what it is. Honestly. Um, uh, my songwriting is kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. actually... And it should be. A lot of my illustrations kind of like that, too. Like, mm. I mean, I'm happy for other people to look at it and maybe, like, say, oh, I don't know. Like, mm. I'm not really sure what's going on or whatever. Okay. But, like, but at the same time, I'm not necessarily going to take that... Number one, I, I might not decide that they're right. You know? I just like to mm. listen to what people have to say and consider the possibility yeah. they might be right. And sometimes they are and sometimes they aren't. And I just have to trust myself and... Because I do, I do at a gut level, level, like really, I really do trust myself. I've known myself mm. as an artist wow. for my whole life. and I'm like, struggling to be that. You know, I it's an everyday, th- it's a one foot mm. in front of the other sort of thing. Of but course, like, yeah, oh, right. yeah. But yeah, I, like, I think, I, mean, I think I'm finally there. I don't think I've good. always been there. But I think, I do think that in the last few years, like there's a way that I've taken ownership over like what I make and been more ready to to just fucking share it with people and be like, you know what? This is who I am. This is what I make. Well, something that's always, something that has always struck me about artists. Excuse me. This is actually (coughs) emotional in a weird way. Something that's always struck me about artists is the confidence at which they let the initial thought be what they think. Yeah. Mm. Sure. And be okay with just f- like literal uh, watching. A little bit of blind faith. We kind of yeah. had this conversation a couple days ago. Watching jazz, me and Aaron. Watching jazz players or mm-hmm. watching, you know, my favorite. What, what something that our whole fam, our whole little house family here has mm-hmm. gotten into is Bob Ross paintings. Oh, totally. And we we bought a bunch of all the acrylic paints oh, and fun. thinners That's and then great. all oh, and then, we have a lot and then of all the oil That's paints so all, all oil stuff. paints and odorless thinners and gessos and canvas sizes and want to do a paint night want yeah, yeah we do. Do. and do. and cool. and, and we yeah. just put up bob yeah. ross on the screen and we just take our time and if someone needs to stop at a step we just stop and we just paint we a bob ross painting that's a beautiful thing and 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 our whole family will sit there and do it and we just when you're done also check out we have a stack of paintings on oh, our table awesome. of just a bunch of them and there are just our family stud man we're all more <laughs> we're all far more studs uh, i this love what, watching the comparisons between like i don't know i have big features like jada my wife she, she more like, detail she has yeah. a Everybody's lot of details but smaller features, you know and, and it's cool and and mm. but what it is is what i found is i'm like okay now i want to start I became kind of addicted to this Mm. because one, it's not my brain having to come up with the idea. It's getting to expand on something which is comforting, Mm -hmm. but also to find designs I would want to paint. I just sit through and I watch 
hours of Bob Ross doing 30 minute paint videos. Yep. And watching him just effortlessly it's wild, right? just put paint across a canvas. <sighs> He's like a magician. And it's insane. They're and not he talks the, about it so here's politely. the thing. They're not the most technical paintings. There are there are artists and landscape paintings no, out there that he are says far they're not. he says they're not. Well there <laughs> I'm saying there are famous landscape paintings that are far better than he is. But they take weeks to paint. He's so gestural. And I feel like that's hard yes, to do. And everything he does is just a deliberate movement. It's and wild. they be create these little, the minimalistic strokes create the most contour. Yeah. And that's how I think of music and creating mm. music is the, the littlest amount of work and movement we have to do to create the most oh, texture like in a, a song is how I would want it to be. But where I struggle is in trying to analyze that something... Me and Jason tried to write a, a, a brand new song for the first time the other night. Mm. Yeah, in, we've written a lot of songs in, together with bands. Yeah, and but actually, but just you two. a lot of them have been like our brains, like mostly too, but ne- ne- never like. Okay, Aaron's playing an acoustic guitar, and he's has congas and writing lyrics. Yeah, and let's just write a song. Cool. And and together work together. And we make s- it work. I I was we sat there. And this is a complete highlight of how my brain works. I, I kept thinking of ways and chord progressions, and I figured it. We we kind of figured out a key, and I was just like trying to figure out and play, and I just couldn't settle on something. Mm-hmm. And I had lots of ideas that sounded good, and there was nothing that was working. And my first ideas were good, and then I'd fiddle with them, mm-hmm. and then I'd say, "What do you think about that?" And I was always asking. Just I kind of had to tell him. I was like, Man, "We we stepped listen. outside because we." we <laughs> He did, and that's what uh, I was gonna say. Is he smart. goes, he goes, but not really like. Uh, he just said, "Hey, mm-hmm. just play something and settle on what first comes out of your body." Like you'll, you'll know it. Like, you know, yeah. Um, it's like, you know, I'm so unsure. There's of my there's first one thought. I there's, get it. Yeah. There's one. There's two chords that feel good together. You know what I mean? There's two chords that feel good together. Yeah. And then and then just don't touch the instrument just for a minute and just kind of like sit with it. And then just think about those two chords and the rest, no matter how it is, is going to kind of finish itself in a way if you just kind of like, because a lot of people, they want to write a song and then they go into it with an intention and that's not what it's all about. It's like, you know, two chords lead to three and, and that's, you know, not being. Well, again, it's the minimum, it's the, the, the most. The, the minimalistic amount mm. of movement. Mm-hmm. With and I'm not saying write really easy songs. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying write easy songs. <clears throat> but I, what I'm saying is like, um, yeah, it's out it of work. It doesn't have to be a push. Out of, no, but here's the thing is, out, like, is trying to make something too out. complicated too soon mm-hmm. stifles any growth from the point of that. True. If you, if you start the, with the, something, and this is what he made me think about is mm. starting from something really easy mm. really easy simple baseline but wide yeah sure right you know allows so many more Growth. things to be stacked upon top of that and you find emptiness within that part as soon as you write it really big you find the empty spots that then Need movement or something. Need yeah. that thing to happen. It's just like painting a base color when you start a painting. So yes. you, you set these base colors down that do this general form and tone, yeah. and then you build on it. Yeah. 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 And, and it, 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 
it's been it's been such a cool parallel totally never having been and that was the thing here's here's what's funny the last time you were on i had such a privilege coming going back and listening to our old podcast jason <laughs> oh here we'll pause in a second can you hold you can I'm be trying. you can you can hold how's your bladder dude you can hold. <laughs> can you i hold feel it? like my bladder's so small right now i complained Maybe about i complained about having i usually do better you did this guy. well i had i complained about the pee of the last podcast okay. and I'm gonna okay anyways door. like <laughs> so it hit me hard <laughs> it's okay um i forgot what i was gonna say okay here let's take a little break yeah, we'll be right break back. time <laughs> we'll be right back Yes, it is. And we're back. And right. what I was going to say right before our bathroom break was... <laughs> Sorry about that. I was about <laughs> no to problem. burst, team. Hey, the body calls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> gotta do it. Was, like, was um, the last podcast, Jason goes, yeah, I've never done painting or art or anything, right. and I just don't think I'd be very good at it. And what was amazing is after we started this whole Bob Ross thing is the very first painting that he did was far better than... I mean, I, I, I went and did a oil, uh, uh, art, uh, wine and paint night. Right. And that was my first time doing it. And you sit down and someone paints in front of you and you kind of follow them. His very first one, just watching Bob Ross and him sitting down with Taiwan a canvas was far better than my first one on the thing. And he sat there, you know, a year ago going, yeah, I'm not going to be any good at this. I think most people think most people that don't make art probably think they're bad at it in one way or another. But like, I think actually everybody can make good art because it's not actually about the the technical rendering. It's yes. about the interpretation. It's about your lens, your hand making. True. Yeah. Making a representation of an object. So and like with anything, which is what I struggled with, is your how you get used to the would you like one sure thanks. yes okay how how you get used to the paint the brush with the paint on the canvas mm-hmm. and that technique of just feeling the mm-hmm. pressure you need to apply how you need to spread paint all of those things are not as important as you being confident in the image you want to create Sure. And if you can just sit there and be confident that you're going to do something, there is a little bit of fixed room. Mm. You know, that's the thing that was crazy for me with being a drawer is there is so much F ability to recreate on paper with the first try. Mm. And that's how my brain works is I, everything that comes out of my brain, everything that I want to create, I have to figure out what it looks like on paper. Mm-hmm. There's no image creation in my brain before I want to put it out. It all right. has to actually end up on paper. You find it through the doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's a lot of erasing, and all of my editing happens in one go. There's no first put down and then seconds and thirds. All of my editing, like <laughs> in my brain for whatever reason, once the drawing is done, it's going to be on that paper and it's going to be finished on that paper. And so all of the, all of the editing happens Yeah. at one time and painting is not, not like that. it does not no. allow that to happen. Yeah. There's also like, because of the, you know, the physical properties of a brush, 
you can't, you know, depending on the size of the brush or whatever, mm. you, you can't, you don't have the same type of control that you have with a, a finite tipped thing like yes. a pen or a pencil or whatever. Right. That's its own ball of wax to figure out. I'm not, I'm not very good at it, no, but, well, but, it, but it's good. Favorite. It's actually good to loosen me up, honestly. I kind of mm. like the lack of control. To try and do very textured things with a two inch brush. Yeah. Just a big fat two inch fucking paintbrush. Yeah. And just. Kind of rad. Yeah. Kind of liberating. It's like, I can't be detaily at this point, you know? And, and that, I actually think that that's when you can capture some of like the the raw emotion of, of if that, that sounds kind of well, cheesy, but yeah. No, yeah. it is. It's raw emotion and it's also ha- makes you have to rely on paying more attention to things. Once I started doing oh, these. Yeah. Here's what's crazy. Once I started doing these paintings, every I, I, we took a trip that to Wisconsin. Yeah, uh, I love Wisconsin. Just a, it's, I have a lot it of was great. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so we went to Wisconsin, uh, flew into Milwaukee, he's and a che- he's a big cheesehead. I am. I'm, I'm a Packers cool, fan. Man. Go Pack Go. Nice. Um, and then uh, driving through there, being in the Midwest, the weather's different, the landscape is different, yeah. mm. and I was just looking at clouds and like imagining taking a big fat fan brush and doing those clouds mm, on nice. a canvas. I was looking at how the hills roll and how gradients of the same colored thing. It's the same few gradients of paint. You know, I'd imagine mm. taking a mm. few different colors of green, mixing them together, marbly, and just laying out a rolling landscape coming right toward me. And mm-hmm. like, I started looking at the the weirdnesses of how land, it's not uniform. My brain wants to draw mountains all looking the same to angles and, yeah, and right, hillscapes right. coming at you and vertical, like, uh-huh. and it's so irregular mm-hmm. and allowing your brain that's what that music is is allowing your brain to come up with irregularities that actually are as apparent as like you know it is actually what is out there everything you look at is irregular none of it's organized none of it is yeah, it's organic yes mm-hmm. yeah and that is yeah. irregularities <laughs> i like that put inside of a construct mm. yeah absolutely yeah, it's hard to, um, I feel there's this, uh, you know, we grow up, uh, as human beings, we grow up with these, like, conceptual ideas of things, almost yeah. like the, the platonic, you know, like, ideal version of, like, a tree or whatever. So you draw a tree, and it's got these, like, fluffy bits at the top and one stalk at the bottom. And, you know, it's like the idea of a tree versus, like, when you actually look at a tree that's got all these almost, like, fractally forms um, yeah. where things break apart and there is repetition in it and i mean honestly, there's repetition in the small parts but mm. the yes. macro is completely random branches don't all grow out of the same size right. parallel across right. from each other there are far bigger gaps between where a branch protrudes and the next branch protrudes than you would ever think right. a tree just conceptualizing a, a tree right. would be because right. you imagine it this full form well all the leaves end up all the filling it. Ev- filling up those irregularities, but the actual branches are far apart, and yep. then you have two close together growing out of the same. Like, yeah, you know, and I feel like we have a quite like an advantage to to a certain like degree of scenery. Like, I imagine our trip like up to Anchorage and throughout like on our way to Girdwood. Oh and how yeah, you're talking about like perspective or and uh. I don't know, and how you like can p- perceive di- different things, you know? I don't know, man. I guess my brain works on still images in a way, and I, I can like 
every almost bend you can see. I guess we all have familiar roads. Oh, yeah. Kind of. And it's kind of cool how you can, like, you're right, though. Like, the spaces in between branches and more or less, like, the different angles how you see things are going to be different than anybody else's, you know, Absolutely. more or less because, you know, I drove the whole way and you might be in the passenger seat <laughs> or something, yeah. you know, something similar. You know, I don't know. It's kind of fun. I feel like that's one of the beautiful gifts that, like, doing art you know at any stage gives you is you actually start looking differently like mm -hmm. looking at the world mm -hmm. and i think being yeah. more present and experiencing things as they really are versus just like in your peripheral vision or whatever and like there's like a yeah it's kind of yeah it, it's deeply important to me in the way mm -hmm. that i experience my life as a human being well like it, it it gives me a lot it also helps you turn some of that view that you once you start experiencing your surroundings in a new way of cataloging what is around, cataloging reality kind of, right? right. Um, you take that same like new that. kind of uh, more microscopic view that you're taking and you can turn, you t inevitably I find you turn it inwards and you mm -hmm. start looking a little bit in at why your why your thought pattern tends you to miss things mm, sure. mm. you know if you're constantly having to do correcting to notice more right well then you're starting to realize that there's something about your movement through life that is inhibiting or not allowing this creative look to take place in just driving to work in the morning. Oh yeah. I can and, see that happen. You know, I think a lot of people don't forget remember their drives to work because they do it every day. It's the same drive. Right. They're mm -hmm. probably hitting the same lights, leaving normally mm -hmm. the same time sure. and it just becomes this blur. Right. And well that, and that sunlight might actually become kind it, of a nuisance coming in on that window. You wear your sunglasses, be, you put you know. your fucking flap down, you t you know, you just drive to work and wait for the morning joke on the radio or something. And yeah. instead I really find myself like figuring out like how the light is coming in a different time of day how, where the light is coming through a tree and if i was going to paint that tree where i would have to put the highlights where i'd have to put the low lights and how t how i would have to make it look like light passes through an object that is 3d but opaque yeah. and you know and every time you're driving or every time you're going somewhere Every instance of that same tree is going to be different. On your way home, that same tree is lit a different way than when you went to work. If mm. the way you went to work at seven in the morning, that tree is lit different at noon on your lunch break. Yep. Like, you know, you start getting used to an object that is the same object all the time, but it always changes if it's a... Find the nuance. Find you know, find it. And creative way to make it yeah that's like one of the lessons they talk about in meditation is that when you really start paying attention mm -hmm. you notice that things are constantly in flux so yeah. even yeah. when so <coughs> you know n unsuccessfully but i've been trying to use meditation on mindfulness meditation? mindfulness on yeah. um pain and stuff like that things that i don't have yes. a lot of control over but yes. like you can sit there and notice that like oh this doesn't always feel the same so like if you get in a scenario where it feels overwhelming where it feels like horrible and like you can't take it. It's like, you know what, this this will literally change in seconds. This is changing right now. This is not. Yeah. And so it gives you yeah. some wow. liberation and you yes. can kind of exist outside of it. 
Um, or that's wow. the idea anyway. I've read about it. I don't know. I don't, I, I'm not <laughs> sure that I've successfully so, done so it yet. So ha- have you? Have you? So I. Maybe a little. I'm a, I'm a I'm a I'm a huge fan of mindfulness meditation. Yeah, it makes sense. I uh, I try to spend a lot of time very as present as I can be to anything new that my brain is wanting to think about instantaneously, and. I think pain is a very good thing to work on with mindfulness. Sure. Um, You know, what's, what, what was surprising to me, I, I did it when my toe got fucked up. Right, right. I remember. And, um, still after that with knee problems and back problems and, and, and any, anything like that is when you're, as present as waiting for your body to want to take an, its next breath mm-hmm. and everything else is coming and fleeting as fast as your body deciding to take a next breath. Cause that's what you're really trying to get to is, is the recognition of you want to be aware that your cheeks tighten because you're about to inhale, right? You want to be aware of all of these <coughs> things and try and really be present and it's hard but you recognize that you will get a little twinge of something when you adjust in your chair without realizing you do and you know if you're sitting there and calm you'll find a way of sitting inevitably to be as calm as you can that none of your parts at that moment hurt yeah and then any movement that you do inflicts something and you become aware of what that movement is and the state of your body that it's in and and it's helped me just be more aware of in like you said instances of pain versus a continuity of it right it's we are not a stagnant state you you alluded to that already as well and and being aware of how even we're talking about irregularities in nature and looking at stuff being aware of actually how irregular our body wants to behave in moments of trying to be still and notice that (laughs) notice that there's nothing actually regular about the way our body wants to behave Mm. it's not irregular we don't want to take breaths perfectly metered like a metronome that's sometimes we i do i try when i'm focused i'm trying to breathing regular our body isn't actually our at body actually isn't a machine that is a pump that goes in and out at so many BPMs. Right, it's, right. it's irregular and it wants to take big breaths and small breaths sometimes. And it wants to it's really, reactive. yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's constantly balancing a homeostasis, mm-hmm. you Definitely. know, and being aware and the and mi- mind mindfulness is Results. fucking has changed. I don't do it enough. I, I Ditto. always kill myself that I don't do it more. I try to do it when I when I wake up in the morning and you my practice first, more mindfulness, like and I feel like overall body awareness than a lot of people do. I feel like I, I do, especially through like your podcasting and just kind well, of. Well, like, I I when I, I wake up every morning, I try to just sit there in the morning when my eyes wake up. My first alarm has gone off, and just close my eyes and just only breathe. Mm-hmm. And I'm not up yet. I'm not out of bed. I haven't done any activities. Mm-hmm. I'm just, my, my, my mind is just coming to, and that's kind of the time when I really try some mornings. I don't, I sleep through my alarm and I don't do this for myself, sure. but, but the very first thoughts I have of the day, I want to be on 
being aware of how I'm feeling when I'm starting my day. Mm. And so nice. that's really only, good for yourself. Only, do only, <laughs> only <laughs> think either. about breath. Only, you know, I, in my head, I want to be so aware when I'm awake, when I wake up in the morning that I'm analyzing how I'm breathing. I'm aware that my body is like, all right, time to wiggle your toes for the first time this morning and do that like weird little leg, kick mm-hmm. out, stretch, shoulders up thing. <laughs> oh, man. And, and, you know, be aware of all that coming and going and what do you feel in every part of your body when you're doing that. Oh, and and all like, be that aware before there's any other obligation for my brain for the rest of the day. Sure. I don't do anything until I'm front of, I'm like, my toes are in front of the coffee machine and then I have to wait as it's brewing and making my coffee. Yeah. Then I stretch there. That's like, yeah. It's kind of like I have a mental checklist of like four things. It's like uh, phone wallet keys, pants, shirt, get in the car. (laughs) <laughs> phone wall but you're like your rush shoes. you're <laughs> like rush 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 out the well, door right it, i mean yeah. you have a, an unfortunate stance of yeah. having to work super yeah. early i work at 5 a.m i'm there by the way hey Dude. here's two awesome yes. here's here's two uh brains and analyzing one's uh experience yeah and be, yeah <laughs> construct at which we analyze nice existence mm. cheers everybody cheers. McKenna is kind of our house whiskey, a little bit, but it's actually, it's good. It has yeah. such a nice flavor. It's a cheap bottle. I just like to woo. The woo. Yeah. Um, agreed. Agreed. No, it's so great. So here, I want to go back to something really fast. Uh, what, Do it. Uh, which is, um, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, yes. Y- that's not a good with you by the way. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we need to make that clip <laughs> and, like, and just we'll have that, that our rewind button. Uh okay. with you um okay, so you went to Europe, you went you wanted yeah. to you wanted to make this trip other than the conference something uh musically historical, arts artful. Arts. Yeah, gift to uh, myself. And 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 gift your creative side of your brain, right? So right. we've all we've mm-hmm. we've just been spending the last thirty minutes talking about looking at things and and trying to take in and analyze uh significant departures from Mm -hmm. normality right sure so when you were what was what other than going to the music museum and seeing all the cool instruments what were some of your favorite things that you got to see got to to witness whether during even was something mundane during a time of day with sun hitting it like give Mm -hmm. me some moments that were significant for so, you. I got to go to a a castle in Prague that um, is not Prague Castle. Mm. Um, I actually forget the name of it. I should probably look that up. Um, regardless, uh, it's very high. Mm. It's basically like on a on a sort of outside hill, and it's positioned in such a way that you can see the expanse of Prague, and you see you know Prague Castle in the distance, and. Prague is very beautiful. It was like le- basically left virtually untouched during the World War. And so there's super ancient architecture. Like wow. it's it's very, very, uh, very beautiful. It's almost yeah. like it's hard to know where to look sometimes. It's sure. so beautiful. Wow. It's like sure. every freaking building is a beauty. That's but, amazing. Um, yeah. So there's this wall that kind of surrounds the castle. 
as you do, protection. <laughs> and uh, right. I sat up there and I did a watercolor painting of the oh. the landscape, you know, and it just gave me some time to like sit there and like like we've been talking about, like really think about the light. And like as I was doing it, there's a lot of clouds in the sky and stuff. And like this shaft of light just like kind of like pierced the clouds and actually shone on Prague Castle, like in the distance, which is kind of like a blackish building. But like there was just something about the, that high contrast moment of Definitely. light and dark and, yeah. and shadow and like some color, but like also muted tone. And um, yeah, just trying to capture that in in a distillation versus like the detail of it. I think a lot of artists can, can get kind of lost in the details. I, right. I myself do. And yeah. it's about capturing the representation of something without getting every little thing. As broad as possible. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's what you're talking about. Like the smallest <sighs> stroke, you know, to accomplish the communication, which is a, a really freaking hard thing to do. Yes. Definitely. It's, that's the hard thing. Oh, me. Oh, I mean, man. there's other hard things too, but See, that's one I, of them. I overstroke. <laughs> I quote overstroke. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. And naturally. As a drummer. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I'm uh, like, oh yeah, 16th out there. Oh, more division. Uh, ah. <laughs> yeah, I, I find I find it hard to conceptualize how much you can get done with one stroke with a paintbrush. That's the hard yeah. part for me. I feel like there mm. I feel like with, with drawing and shading there's kind of a formula of how hard your lead is, mm -hmm. how hard you press and how fast you shade. Like sure. there's kind of this always works the same almost mm -hmm. you know finding you just, a good fan brush is ultra important but every <laughs> how much paint no. you have underneath of it how mm -hmm. how cold it is outside where your paint your every time you paint you have the same brush the same paints on a different day it's going to flow different on the canvas sure it's not going to work the same you're yeah. every and figuring out those just macro adjustments to Responses. And if it Once ain't you know perfect, the tools, it I mean, might be even better. It, I mean, <laughs> to, just to create more parallel. Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh no. No. <laughs> so I was just saying, um, there's a lot of parallels in this conversation about like music and art, which I really yeah. is, you know, close to my heart because you know I'm very clearly both of those things. Yes. But like musician and artist. But um, I was thinking that once you get to know your tool, be it your your paint and your brush, or your pencil, or your instrument. Uh, be it you know a guitar or voice drums or whatever yeah, yeah. you get that like freedom to um, basically trust that you know it and let the expression come through mm -hmm. you without think fi too like focusing on the details because I feel like yes. a lot of this is like instinctual or intuitive or something like mm -hmm. I don't even mm -hmm. know how to define it it is intuitive yeah, there, there's a yeah. way I of like instinctual. trusting yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, you have to know your tools and then trust yourself, mm. and you make things. <laughs> the end. No, no that's <laughs> I like so. So so no, you are right. Um, I've I've recently acquired what I would like to think is that skill on the bass guitar. Nice. Since joining the band, having to play with these guys really delving deep and defining that just kind of instinctual fluidity yeah. where uh, you're surprised at some of the things you actually can do without having to put right. a lot of concentration into it. Right. Mm -hmm. You exactly. know? Um, and then going into trying to write a song on an acoustic guitar with Jason was 
the opposite of that right. and it's back in this thing which it's back in oh, this shit. it's back in this place where i know all the mechanics mm-hmm. i know what the i know all mm-hmm. of the actual technical mechanics of the guitar but yet there's a a, a fluidity mm-hmm. in that thing itself I'd that say is a lot of its confidence unpard. i'd say a lot of its confidence as well for you too I think those I, are one in the same. I know you know it. I think those are one in the same. True. I think the True. confidence and un- fluidity of understanding of the, the, the bounds of the what you're allowed to create oh, in. Mm-hmm. I get it too. You know, I think <laughs> confidence is the same as that. Like, oh, yeah. Mm, I actually... I intertwined. Agree. Yeah. Finger, finger locked. I think, I think it's about, um, for me anyway, creativity is a lot about trusting my uh, my intuition or my instincts to do things and kind of watching watching it riff like so with music like it's kind of about distancing myself like a little bit i mean sometimes like it, it really varies but when i'm songwriting it's kind of about like experiencing the instrument and my voice like at the same time and just kind of like letting go and like seeing what happens and then when you happen upon something that like feels right you're like oh that and then yeah. you like yeah. follow that little path and then <laughs> you know like drawing is similar too but but a lot with music it's music like, is for me music is thing. is and and it doesn't happen in as long of a period of time so it almost mm-hmm. it almost feels like the, the d- drawing in off of the bat you're allowed more time for construction Mm-hmm. because of the finality of the product. Mm-hmm. And so even though uh, it almost to me seems like a drawing or something like that lives on far longer than a song lives mm-hmm. because a song's only well, 4 minutes. Well, it's not minutes. a time-based medium. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And so the, yeah. It, p- the pressure is weird. Totally. Different for a song. Mm-hmm. And starting to write one Mm-hmm. And knowing that you're starting to come up with an idea that is finite, off of the bat, there's an end there's to like this. There's like a commitment that you have to kind of like yeah. just get into. Kinda weird. Yeah. Yeah. Versus a drawing will take as long as it takes to finish, and then when it's done, it lives in perpetuity mm-hmm. without a constraint on it in right. time that it can exist. Right. Mm. Right. It just kind of is the it forever, and music doesn't do that. Music doesn't allow that. Mm. Uh, great songs may, but they still end, and then you True. have to restart it, and you get to experience it linearly. Versus, uh, all you look all at a drawing time. all at one time, but right. you can focus just like on the cover of the the Tropic Sex. Tropical fuckstorm. Tropical fuckstorm. <laughs> you pick out all these new individual little things, and he saw the dick pic that no one had seen. And yeah. Right. And, yeah. And, yeah. And what's you, that yeah. saying? But but that <laughs> all I of it. I still feel weird about that. All of it. <laughs> no one noticed the dick but me. But all, Fuck. all of Whatever. that. All of that picture has existed since before you even bought the album. Yeah. Right. Of course. Yeah. You know. Music's only there as it plays through, and you experience it as it plays yeah, through. It's temporal. It's yeah. Very. Huh. Um, so I want to do this. You w- would you want to listen to another song on yeah. vinyl, or would you want to play one for us? 
Want to listen to another one? Let's listen to another one. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm still fighting the cold, unfortunately, that I canceled like two weeks ago. We were supposed oh, to no. do this. Right. Rescheduled. Rescheduled. We rescheduled because uh, of course I had um, I've basically been coughing up slugs for like almost a month now. It's Dude, awful. Beth, my my lady, Beth has had it as well for a while. It. It's awful. Yeah. Yeah. So I've still got I've I've got some lingering slugs. Um, but but I will sing one later for you guys. <laughs> okay, <Yeah>. good <laughs> good because we still have. In fact, look at right here, as reason for the beast oh. is actually one of the main icons on the the main screen of our page. <laughs> is the time you were here and that song that you played that oh, yeah. right. nice. last time and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that's we regularly go to that Thank as you. an expression of you want to hear something amazing that's happened on this show. <laughs> it's that's true. one yeah and so <laughs> <laughs> well it's true it's Definitely. it's it's there um okay w- connie converse yeah or michael, michael yonkers, yonkers. <laughs> both weirdos uh let's do uh let's do connie converse okay so this is a little more singer songwritery but this lady was extraordinary she's actually one of the very first um singer songwriters um in north america like mm. that was like sort of popularized i guess but like she was never really popular um she one of the first singer songwriters ever in north North america like as um in the style of song that she does like it's kind of hard to articulate exactly like but she was in the 50s okay um the 50s okay she was in the 50s yeah and she was pretty influenced i think by like jazz players because a lot of her like chordal structures and stuff are are jazzy and um but but to, and she basically by the time she was like in her 30s uh she sort of she was in uh, new york at the time and she sort of realized that people uh, people outside of new york didn't really get her and i think she got really discouraged and she moved into the middle of nowhere um and actually ended up just disappearing like nobody knows what happened to her dang um but she's written like so many extraordinary songs like Mm. there's nothing to hide behind these are very minimalistic songs but like yeah her lyrics and her melodic choices are uniquely her own and awesome i really like uh yeah so i love i I even love the title so we're gonna be listening art looks cool too it does we're gonna be listening to talking like you cool (laughs) two tall mountains Mm -hmm. In between two tall mountains. You'll hear it in a second. It's great. Talking like you, two tall mountains. I like that. Yeah. I like that. It's it's so intriguing. All right. I love that. We're not going to play another tone. So she was rediscovered, like, within the last couple of years. And, and they did this printing. Wha- oh, and that's it w- how gotcha. I got this final. So it she was disappeared. In between two tall mountains there's a place they call lonesome. Don't see why they call it lonesome. I'm never lonesome when I go. See that bird sitting on my windowsill Well he's saying whippoorwill all the night through 
see that brook running by my kitchen door Well, it couldn't talk no more if it was you Up that tree, there's sort of a squirrel thing Sounds just like we did when we were quarreling In the yard, I keep a pig or two They drop in for dinner like you used to do I don't stand in the need of company With everything I see Talking like you Even the pigs Up that tree, that's sort of a squirrel thing Sounds good just like we did when we were quarreling. That's intense. You I may like think it. you left me all alone, but I can hear you talk without a telephone. I don't stand in the need of company with everything I see talking like you. See that bird setting on my windowsill, really saying whippoorwill all the night through. Just whippoorwill all the night through. In between two tall mountains, there's a place they call lonesome. Don't see why they call it lonesome. I'm never lonesome. So, all of these recordings were, you know, as you can probably hear in the background, done casually, just in a living room or whatever, and um, all these recordings were discovered, and that's what they made this this album from, so. That's, that was kind of remarkable. There's, there is a quality to the voice of, to her voice, (coughs) which isn't the recording. No. There is a pureness to the type of singing she's doing. So she's not like a singer singer. No. Qu- you know, I'm doing quotes for, for the yes. podcast people. Mm-hmm. Um, she no. doesn't have a technically beautiful voice exactly, but it's so she does. emotive. I think so too. But yes. like, I guess what I mean is like, Here's she, she is singing, not wanting to be a singer because she's heard a bunch of other singers be singers right she is just singing like her fucking self yes (laughs) and the problem Mm -hmm. is is you hear so many people i find my problem is that want to be a singer they love oh yeah oh yeah sure and a lot of us suffer from that and they start (laughs) there and true the there's something about old music Mm -hmm. that you hear from the 30s 40s 50s that are only them because they're coming up with the new, there's no influence. Right. Yeah, I don't think she was trying to be anybody else. No. And again, that's the unifier of of these albums or the songs that I brought, like, um, and these artists, like, they are, I I just think she sings (laughs) like she talks, and that's my favorite kind of vocalist. Okay, you just... uh, (laughs) Did I trigger (laughs) trigger an idea? (laughs) You just created an interesting dichotomy uh, in my brain. Is can <laughs> you imagine a situation where Connie Converse meets Tropical Fuckstorm and they play a show together? <laughs> That's. <laughs> I think I like, think there would be, be a mutual appreciation. Song. Connie walks. 
All I gotta say is that would be a sick Con- ass. Connie like, walks up and like, mix. oh hi, I guess we're on the same build tonight. Uh, what's your guy's name? We're we're Tropical Fuck Storm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Connie's like, oh, I'm just gonna sing. <laughs> I think they, they would have appreciated like her other. melodic choices. Um, oh yeah. I mean, I don't, you know, it's they hard to put your her. shoes in like a That's woman w- from the 1950s, oh, but no, of course. Um, this is where my brain went was totally. trying to imagine the <laughs> yeah, first two on the same bill. The first two uh artists that you've introduced tonight which oh, are amazing. I love playing her a show together. Her little key changes and stuff. Um yes. and just that again the sort of slight gesture that makes such an impact. Like I feel like she really successfully does that and mm. also her lyrics are really crazy. Other albums on the song are like super um uh, she was super ahead of her time, like as a woman in the fifties. So she was wow. unmarried, you know, like she never married and oh, wow. she's got songs about like, um, basically a lot of unrequited love, but like kind of like, you know, being a girl that didn't want to fit into the little girl box that was offered to her. I, which nice. is uh, yeah. a little edgy. Uh, I love yeah, that. She really was. She was like a serious rebel for her times. And she was nice. like out like gambling and like drinking and like smoking with the boys. And like, mm. um, Good. And, Bang. and people are like, oh, you shouldn't do that. And she's just sort of like, I'm a musician. Yeah, this is <laughs> fun. This go, is really what I would But like, doing. go right. ahead and keep being her. scared. Yeah. I'm going to go actually progress. Yeah. I'm going to go to New York things. and like do my own thing. Yeah. And um, yeah. And you, you, okay. So you, you remind me very much of that person. <laughs> I would say. And musically, like, I don't know, man. You, even, stylish, yes. You, there's even, some overlap. Even, even you for musically, sure. for sure, just your, all that was, was just unrequited voice and single instrument backing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and some of my music is for sure well everything you've done on the podcast here so far has definitely been. and yeah. and that is a way that is uh it is an expression of pure intent right not requiring musicianship to fill out the idea sure yeah yeah you know well i think it's about uh, it's about the pure expression and that um, if you're able to successfully create something that's emotional and com- communicates what you're trying to communicate without a lot of like bullshit, like yeah. that's an extraordinary thing. Yeah. And I, I mean, that's that's the sort of minimalism that I strive for and a lot of the stuff that I do. I mean, some of the stuff that I do is definitely more orchestrated and produced. Like the new album I'm doing is like kind mm. of a blend of produced. Well, well and, here's here's what's great is down. once you find that spot, we were just talking about building a really wide base. Once you find that openness, mm-hmm. there are levels for production as finite as you want to go. Sure. Build up from there. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the fun of being a creator is sometimes seeing like how orchestrated can this be how in depth and how many layers can i add to this Mm -hmm. and 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 finding the beauty when it doesn't need to be too yes (laughs) yeah right actually the lack of playing or Mm -hmm. the lack of instrumentation on a particular part can be so important like rests are part of music we talk about they're vitally important yeah the space the open space yeah. yeah When you can find the you need break the lack and the bounty you need both well just like a singer needs a place where they can have a breath, breath. Mm-hmm. the music needs that as well i think i mean we're ju- if we're just talking about dynamics which i try to make pretty dynamic music um, yes. typically like you know you need you need those 
withdrawn parts in order to create space for the really big parts and people who can construct a song super well like know exactly how to control that energy and it's so I was listening to some music on the way here actually and like Auto Lux and like a couple other people and just listening to how they do that um, always was another band I was listening to and mm -hmm. You know, there's like some specific ways that people have kind of done that repetitively in like a lot of yeah. pop music and they still fucking work <laughs> for one thing. But like, I sorry, I yeah. keep cussing. I'm the, like this, half sailor. Oh, don't this, worry. Okay. This, this is an adult is a audience. Have we not cussed enough? I don't yeah. know. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> I said, Aaron, fuck you. I Aaron, said cunt fuck. three times on he this podcast. He did say cunt. Nice. You know, so. Yeah. Nice, nice. So no, it's okay. Don't worry. Fucking. There we go. Yeah, yeah. no, no. This is. We're catching fucking up. We're okay, so this is our actually, I think, our 135th episode <laughs> of the podcast, something like that. So, if by this time now no one has gone back through and listened to the horrible shit that's been <laughs> <laughs> uttered, we have really bad stuff, we have bad commercials, we have things that, yeah, yeah. we have, I don't know, nothing <laughs> cool, right? Really on. like <laughs> offensive. I don't want to offend tender ears. No, Never. no, I don't. I, <laughs> I think the the ones that are hardcore enough to still be listening are oh, yeah. the Fair. the ones that are here Fair. to hear everything that they know we're gonna say. Sure, also yeah. people yeah. just talk like that. Well, and and, and <laughs> well, here's it. That's the thing is, and they should. To, in in cuss words are not offensive. Well, words. There's words no, are not offensive. Yeah. Yes. And honestly, like yes, we are expressive. It's not like we're like this fucking person. Fuck them. Or you know, it's how you how you say the words. It's a to be or, frank, it's a little compulsive for me. Like mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, certain people sweat, and I like cuss profusely. <laughs> like that's sort I, of my version of like, right. like sort right. of anxiety I'm response. I'm a fucking cusser. Yeah, man, it's oh, like it a happens flood. all the time. So, oh, I felt bad. So, <laughs> uh, so last okay, so <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I cuss I in the Let most. I cuss in the most awkward times. Yeah, me too. When it's when it's so inappropriate. So I recently found out, like, well, as oh. in the last couple of days, my mom is really sick. Oh, stuff no, in the I'm hospital. So She's in Alaska. There's just it's you know all this stuff. So I got to finally talk to her last night for the first time since she got into the hospital. And my my sister, who's actually not. We have the same dad, different mom, okay. and so, but, but we're we're family, and so sure. my I and definitely, too. and my it's sister family. is in the medical field. She deals with outpatient cancer treatment. She deal pay, pay deals like she is in. She's informed she's, medically. She's in it. She's basically not. A, she's not a resident, but she's she's in ev. She's done everything, you know. And yeah. so she went. She flew up to Alaska on the drop of a dime to like go just be there and be able to talk to doctors and nurses and look at the, the charts and like, yeah. you know, understand shit that's going on. Cause no one knows anything right now. It's been three days. No one still knows anything. Oh my God. And so, um, anyways, so I'm talking last night, my brother's in the room or two nights ago, maybe no, it was last night, uh, two nights ago, sorry, two nights ago. And doctors were in the room, everybody's in the room, and like my mom's like having a thing, and I just, I just was just dropping f bombs, mm -hmm. like I just fucking love you, and like yeah. just saying real and, and like a my, waterfall, and well, and it was on speakerphone, <laughs> and Rusty's like, hey bro, quick cussing, and I was like, uh, why, like what's going on? She's like, well, the doctors are in here, and I was like, oh well. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> but it's just you no. Know, I get you. It's it's a thing. There's c cuss words are 
I hate that they're even a term like cuss, cuss words. words. <laughs> it's it's cuss because words. it makes it sound they are just explanatory words that people deem vulgar. But right. mm-hmm. it's it's hard for me to actually put a quantifiable like inappropriateness mm-hmm. to a word. And it's so funny, like not a concept, a word. Mm, sure. The way you, you can know. look at language in general and like how certain terms get like you know, they get hype throughout certain years, like sick or like tubular mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. radical and like certain years and like during time periods, like they'll get more popular or not. And like cuss words have always been cuss words. They'll always be cuss words and they're just in this cuss word box. That kind of sucks. And like certain cuss it words have kind sucks. of fallen, fallen off. In such shit bags. Yeah. Like, holy <laughs> crap. And then there's crap. And then there's, you know, the cuss right. words the that borderline. suck. Right. <laughs> The, yeah. shit, the right. shitty cuss words. Where the intent Even is shit there, is not sh- and, like and shit is such a good word. Or like ass. I feel like ass is on the border. Ass should not. Okay, so totally. It's just on the border. I think it's still a cuss <laughs> right word. in between. Yeah, like right. The, right in between the right. lines. What about like damn? The cracks. It's in the crack. I, that's also in the, the border ass. with the ass. Damn ass. Damn ass. Ass damn. Ass damn ass. is <laughs> in the ass crack. A damn, damn built is, of asses. Damn yeah. is in the ass crack. So here's. So here's a great question. You, you don't have kids, right? I don't. Are you a kid having person? Woody woot. No. No. No, not really. Yeah. Oh, high okay. five. That's I mean, okay. I, have, I don't have kids, but I, I might. Have, I have fur babies, and I, I appreciate small, I love those. small humans. You know, I, I have mm. relationships with, like, my niece and stuff who's, like, freaking amazing. That's exactly Definitely. where I'm at. And I said exactly. if, if somewhere down the line, mm. if I ever feel the compulsion to have to have a young life sure. that – I'm going to adopt someone who needs right. help and then sure. just help somebody who already exists. Mm-hmm. I mean, That's I, cool. I, I'm pretty caring and uh, like a little, I'm a little maternal, especially with my pets and yeah. stuff. Oh yeah. Um, Definitely. Oh, oh. Yeah. our but dogs also, are, yeah, they're your babies. Oh, hundred percent. Absolutely. You gotta love them. They're part of your family. But, but you don't feel uh, like a maternal need. I innately. have never, um, even as a child, I never had any desires towards marriage or having children or mm. any of those things. I know a lot of little girls like you know have like a wedding book. They and, like, plan daydream it from, about like, that stuff. Day yeah. one, yeah, like they're like cutting out yeah. shit out of like like magazines and yeah, making scrapbooks and exactly. making all kinds of weird of wedding all... plans. Yeah, yeah n- absolutely mm. not me. Yeah, um, never, no, nope, never done that. Um, I actually surprised myself by getting married. Like. Uh, last year you, right mm-hmm. and which you hadn't we have been with the same wrong. guy yeah. yeah i mean i've been with the same guy for like a very long time mm. and uh the dawn of time um <laughs> that's and cool me and my lady yeah i mean exactly. together forever, forever. D- yeah and, not married and, yeah and i you know i had my own reasons to like decide to do that but like um yeah i just i've never been one of those ladies yeah what was it but it's cool though can i ask why Sure. What what made you want to d- actually do a ceremony? A couple things. So, <laughs> our our families had not never met. Gotcha. <laughs> Can I tell you? After how years and years and years. Years and years. Like we've been together seventeen years. Whoa. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. That's awesome. So me, That's yeah. awesome. Like our love is about way, to first graduate high school. Yeah. yeah. I first <laughs> I first you, met though. I first met I mean, my just forgetting I've, the families together. Yeah. I, I first it. met her fifteen years ago. Yeah. Mm. And we've basically been together since. Yeah. And her parents don't know my dad. Yeah. Still to this day. Well we've 
We live. We've always lived out of state. Same city for a while. Yeah. Do you think they'd want to meet my dad? That's the problem. Like that's the thing. I uh, you know your dad is fucking awesome. Yes, but they he's a handful. Are, the combination. It just, it's he's just, the best handful, though, dude. Like it, your family's cool. I believe it. <laughs> it th- th- it's just I love family dynamics are <laughs> polar opposites from just foundation yeah, of where families it. come from totally. are vastly. Oh, Vastly different. <laughs> we're so much different from all of our family, but we're exactly like our family. I feel, are, but you're, you do you feel like you're <laughs> like your family? Do you like like your parents? Do you or do you feel like you're vastly different than they are? Um, are you an outcast to the family? Am I a black sheep? Black um, sheep. Black uh, sheep. Not black exactly. Sheep. Actually, like okay, so my family is full of weirdos, which of course I definitely nice. belong to that crowd. Good. Yeah, for sure. But we're all kind of weirdos in our own way. Yeah. And I am I am my own beautiful flower of weirdo, yes. you know, compared Woo-hoo! to them. Um, 100% you are. Yeah, like we have we have the same dark sense of humor and, you know, uh, nice. Yeah, and sort of open-mindedness and progressiveness. I mean, we we grew up in Texas, but like belong, Poetry Texas. Yeah, poetry, but mm. um and and Dallas in a place called Rockwall, but um mm. But, you know, you grow up in the middle. When I tell people that I'm from Texas, there's a lot of assumptions that kind of go along of with course, that, of course. And, um, and I'm like, well, actually, you know, I had these like like hippie parents, basically, yeah. that um, yep. were very progressive from the get-go. And also, I've always been surrounded by artists and musicians who, you know, have really belonged to the, the progressive class. Yeah. And, mm. um, and so I've just, my entire life, I've been surrounded pe- by people that um, sort of, you know, leaned left. And, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I I definitely think I am of my family. I mean, my father Mm. in particular was an artist musician. He was a sculptor and a a painter and a drawer and a graphic designer and stuff. And also, you know, like, uh, I mean, a really good finger picker. Um, actually I I thought about bringing his guitar over that I have, which is like a 1967 Martin, which is pretty rad. Um, we just put new strings on it and it's like a little tinny, it's a little too tinny. Those need to mute a little bit before I like mm-hmm. play it out. But, um, yep. yeah, but like, I think growing up with an artist father <coughs> that had a lot of impact, like he didn't necessarily like sit me down and give me like art lessons, like once or twice, like, you know, I remember him like sitting me in front of like, like a African violet plant and being like, just paint what you, or draw what you see, you know? Because he was like, in in all actuality, he was like annoyed that I was drawing like unicorns and like hearts and stuff. I was in kindergarten. Uh, oh, God. Um, okay. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, he, he didn't really have much perspective on like what it was to be a child or, or a child artist. He kind of had like uh, adult expectations of like art sure. for me. Sure. Which I think was both <laughs> like a hard thing and and probably. Reassuring to a point? No. Or d- directing? No, no. I mean, I I think it it I I think because of my particular personality of being driven by challenge or or mm. whatever that it added fuel to my fire. Eurist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, I think that like because I wasn't satisfactory in a particular way to like like I wasn't an uh, adult artist as a child, but I was always aspiring to be because that's kind of like the expectation did that you, my dad right. had. Okay, so can I ask you this? Kept did, going. You, did you then because of that state feel less than? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. All the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's a chronic kind of thing mm. that I fight now. Even today, still. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Really. Oh sure. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of we all we all wear our trauma in like different oh. ways, and that's like fucking like no, please hang the trauma of flag on not. my dad, but not at all. Um, but it was hard. It was hard to be the child of someone that was so freaking good at stuff. Mm. And you admire, <coughs> you admire, your, absolutely. You know the people. See, I, you. I, I, I'm actually from a different, a hundred, almost a 180 flip of that. Is interesting. I, the, I'm at a point now in pursuing something that I want mm-hmm. that I recognize my parents can never understand wanting it so bad because mm, they they were able to find a level and coast on that level and never want to go farther never go higher yeah. spend all their other time not having to do shit <clears throat> to stay at just a level right. and fine with complacency yeah and mm. so that's where i kind of but i always also felt like I could never do anything that they would get as something triumphant, Got like the, this big thing. And they'd my, never truly appreciate. Not possibly. Th- they would appreciate it because they love me and they know <sighs> that it's something Important I love that I'm doing. Got it. But not. But it's in like not. A, they can't conceptualize the amount of achievement. Right. You know, and right. so I guess it's the opposite of you always feeling like there's a level of achievement. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that um, I avoided uh, things that my dad did for a long time because, you know, he was so good at them. And I would never Mm. I had the feeling that I would never be as good as him, like, you know, pursuing art and music, actually. And so I decided to pursue theater in my early days and, you know, become a playwright and all that stuff. Yeah, which you did. (coughs) For anybody who doesn't know, she's written plays. She's, again, we're going back to the I mean, they're kind of like my songs. You're a sword. Yes, they are. Multi-edged sword. Especially doing short act stuff, especially. You yeah, know, which it was. It, yeah, yeah, or yeah. the plays that I've written have yeah. been short form. Um, yeah, I mean, it's all it's spaghetti. But like, um, <laughs> like <laughs> I said, said earlier, yeah, I love that. Yeah. It's spaghetti. It's, it's all spaghetti. Is that an album name? <clears throat> Is that gonna come? I know. Up I've been looking. Album? I've actually been looking for my like album name. It's maybe spaghetti. That, it's spaghetti. I like it. Something, um, some, <laughs> uh, maybe like not. It. It's spaghetti, but like. Uh, uh, Noodles. It's bucatini. <laughs> yeah, you get like, fancy. Like, Do it. like, I don't know, stuck like spaghetti or or something right. like like just a bunch of intertwined things that are inherently stuck together and can you know like I don't know, something. But uh, the analogy is is You'll great. Get You'll spaghetti. You'll get there. Um, but eventually, I mean, I think it took growing you were, up. Sorry, to, oh, oh, you were just in. I, I, I'm sorry, my brain. No, it's all good. You were in Barcelona, so it'd have to be something in Italian about pasta. Or Spanish, yeah, totally. Spanish, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, So Not like Italian, you write Spanish. Yeah, no, it's okay. Um, I feel like I feel like there's a lot of overlap between Spanish and Italian culture. Um, right, I, I, sorry, it, I, I, I did the, the slip of thinking Spain, but Italian, I don't totally. know, it's not, <laughs> Spain is not Italy. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> you know. It's all good. It's just like saying, like, Arkansas is not texas like <laughs> you know sure yeah i mean they're not they're different places too definitely yeah. um b- but anyway so i avoided those things for a long time and then i eventually after sort of pursuing computers and stuff was like you know what this is just who i am like this is just who i am and so i just need to follow these things i mean also <laughs> i lost my father um like you know when i was i think 21 barely 22 something like that and um so yeah it's okay you know it happens we all i mean 
Most of us lose our parents no, before us, but, yeah. but not necessarily. You know, sometimes it goes the other way around. Right. But yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, all that said, I started, you know, just deeply pursuing art and music. And, uh, you know, it's, it's absolutely like um, why I'm here and what I love to do. And gives me a lot of joy and, um, you know, and frustration and everything, too. But, like, yeah. it's... It's super purpose, worth, right? It's super worth it. Yeah, it's Pur- why it's why I'm here. Yeah. Do you, definitely. Do you do you s- still think of it as a challenge you're attempting to overcome? Art and music. Yeah. Sure. Oh yeah, mm. definitely. Like, there's different um, levels to the challenge too. Like, there's a way that, like, I think these days I can kind of own songwriting, um, and uh, but I've sort of taken on like doing more um, engineering. And, um, like I've always had like production ideas and done demos for my songs mm. with like different parts and that sort of stuff. But like, I'm, I'm taking that to another level. You're at the helm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm absolutely mm. like, I'm, I am more comfortable with just being a leader in, in this. I think like it's kind of getting shown through your art too. Like with what you're coming through. Like there's a way that I'm just like, yeah, uh, me and boom, fucking hold on. Like, let's go. Yeah. It's pretty, well, pretty cool. Would you want to show us another piece of exactly who you are with sure. a song? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let me um, drink some water just to no, absolutely. Get, yeah, this get comfy. I would love that. <laughs> In fact, we'll here, let's comfy. let me. I'm gonna uh, everybody. We will. I'm gonna play a short thing that's nice for everybody and let you get set up. I don't know if I believe him. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Jason and I suck at heartfelt shit, but y'all are some bad man pajamas out there. When things feel bleak throughout our week, we think about time and stuff. The positivity from our guests sharing their passions and listener interaction has been eye-opening. Time and stuff. When life is a little dry and itchy and you just can't quite (laughs) bless the rains down in Africa, remember us. Time and stuff. When you've been rocking and a-rolling, rocking and a-reeling, but Barbara Ann still won't take your hand. When McDonald's <laughs> decides that you're going to have it their way today. And long after Subway <laughs> isn't fresh. When you're on Hoth and the call comes down that the ATATs have landed and you know it's cold as balls outside, you got to pick yourself up. Go out, climb in that snow speeder, and take down those four-legged bastards. When you get knocked down, get up again. They're never going to keep you down. No matter what the song, put on those red shoes and dance. Time and stuff. We'll be singing when we're winning. Time, 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 stuff, stuff, stuff. Yes, <laughs> that's our inspiration. I have a small request, if you don't mind. So oh, I, I play classical guitar, and I like to put my foot up. Do y'all have something I can put my foot on? Yeah, I bet we do. <laughs> I should have set this up beforehand, but no. Hey, grab the little upside down trash can for Bruce's dog bowl. Perfect. So this is another. Th- oh, thank you so much. This is actually related to my wrist too. Um, so I have to be at a particular angle. To yeah. Play, so I gotta be particular. That is great. Yeah, it's perfect. Um, can you hear yourself fine? Play a little bit. Sounds good. Yeah, ready. Beautiful. Yeah, please. Uh, what are you going to so do for us? So this is a new one. 
I, okay, um, and by the way, guys, you have to know she's playing a beautiful Ibanez classical, yeah, nylon string like guitar. Those nylon strings. They they are fabulous. That is the first. T- it wasn't a, it wasn't an Ibanez. I can't actually. Rem- I think it was an aria. Nice. Uh, very old aria classical. Uh, my mom had for many years. It had a bullet hole in it. Yeah. Her, 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 right, right. her, her so classical good. guitar had actually been shot with a gun and had a bullet hole in it. Jesus, do you um, know the story behind that? Uh, we're gonna have to ask her on the Make show. Make one up. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> well, it, okay, if if I could extrapolate from it, because it was a thing that never happened, was talking about like past stuff and feelings the and oh, things. Was oh, never, yeah. never sure. experienced that with my mother. She, my dad was perfectly fine with telling me about how he Isn't felt and what he was and what he wanted That's and like cute. it kind of is and his mom's a badass she she, just, she is she's discreet. i just she i just <laughs> there was never a the only things that you would hear about were the things that upset her mm-hmm. not the things that not things that she felt about mm. anything else it was just ups, uh, what 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 made her upset gotcha mm. it was it was a kind of a it, you know which isn't naked which isn't a bad thing it just there was never communication on on her yeah. and how she had been or was at a time. Right. That you know, Pat, which was hard. Sure, I right. imagine you want to be close to someone and you want to know. Yeah. Well, how and then feeling. and then also, you know, uh, she was raised by very strict religious parents, mm. and she <laughs> was the rebel of the family. Uh huh. And, um, I think. There was a part, if I had to back analyze and things I've heard from other people and, you know, just life. Sure. I would think that part of her felt later on in life, once she had kids, not the time that she was actually enjoying, which is what I want to know about. I want to know about all of her crazy party times, which I know happened. I want to know about the way she was hanging out with my parents. Yeah, I heard that. You know. (laughs) You know, Ish. Uh, no, they were all, all in of affiliates. It, all of it. Yeah. There was, there was, there was a span from when my dad met her in the late seventies to the mid eighties when I was born. Mm-hmm. Almost ten years of just music and traveling and partying Sounds and fun. fun and no responsibilities and you're just going <laughs> around and moving and finding like all I want to know, right? Mm, and right. and. If she's sad about it, what she felt to that, like, was it just caught up in a, like, uh, I wish all that of for those you, things, more than anything. you know, but it's, it's kind of, um, intangible. You know what I mean? I think I do. <clears throat> My dad was the same. I, before he died, I remember asking about periods of his life that were pre-family and yeah. it's like he went to New York and um, wow. was a singer songwriter mm. and eventually left. And I wanted to know why he left. And, um, you know, he wasn't super great at communicating yeah. all that yeah. stuff. Right. And, uh, yeah, it was eventually just sort of like, I guess I got scared. And like that was as much as I got. Um, and I, mm. I think I upset him a little bit. But but I was also glad to just have that nugget to kind of know, you know, I, I mean, I think. I think people get saddled with all sorts of like 
ways of being from their like birth families um and yeah. i think the sort Definitely. of <clears throat> the shutdown sort of social pressure in. in in family social family. pressure yeah. certain Wanting, families well especially Shit. if it's especially if it's a religious based thing mm-hmm. then yeah. then you yeah. feel like you're you're you know with my mom especially her parents believed in this thing so thoroughly and yeah. like there was a suppression and and she didn't live she knows she didn't live up to what they thought a healthy worthy mm. god-fearing life is which is hard right. to disappoint your parents it right even if you is. don't agree with them right oh and i tell you yes oh, it is oh man i'm yeah this this actually this whole experience right here has <laughs> been one of those things we got to let heather play yeah, but this Sorry. is important. Yeah, no, no. Well, I'll, <laughs> yeah. I feel like this has just been a whole open conversation. Okay, no, so right. what do you want to play for us? So this song is uh, called "The Only Hammer That I Have." Let's see if I remember how it goes. Okay. Um, Driving to the sky I'm so high until there's nothing but blue 
awesome, dude. Okay. <laughs> you are so awesome. You're the Thanks, real man. You're the real deal. Holy crap, Thanks, dude. Guys. Dude. Oh, make me blush again. Thanks. You're the fucking real deal. This is Thanks. this is even with slugs in my throat. Actually, actually, uh, <laughs> deconfirming confirmation bias from a one-time appearance. This oh, is <laughs> dope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, no, you're you're doing you're doing great things for my psyche. I appreciate you. Um, <laughs> let me ask you this. Yeah. It's a sad thing. Wait, you. Why uh, the shit? So Can't so, let me ask be, you, the lyric. It, if I could listen to the radio, my, my, all it's day. sad that my hammer is a sledge. <laughs> Too bad the only hammer I have is a sledge. Yes, where did gotcha. that come? Where that I that lyric resonated with me so hard oh, so because I mm. it really sometimes feels like the only thing I have is a giant fucking hammer. Let's fucking smash it. Yeah, it where was, did that come from? I don't and know. And how you can delicately I mean, to, to, just make oh, that Okay, sound. And, and even if you don't know <laughs> yeah. exactly where it came from, how do Man. you now playing that and singing that resonate with that lyric? How do you now feel red? So that was actually the first lyric that I found. And for me, I I often play and sing at the same time, and a phrase will come out of me that is probably more profound than I could probably ever think up on my own. More metaphorical or whatever, like like I'm letting my subconscious do the heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. And, it happened the other and day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like a thing will fall out of you. That's the and one. you're like, oh the shit. One, like, I, I only have one lyric in my life that I'm proud of, and it is that limer, that the, wow. type, the type of lyric that what you, you wrote just said. <laughs> right there with the hammer is the it's only... It's your brain making those connections in the background that you don't even know of. Right. Yeah. And that's why I asked, like, what... It, what do you feel about that now? So that was the hook so for me heavy. when I sang that. I was like, okay, here's here's a, a basis that we can like establish things upon, and uh, and then I just sort of developed a song around that. Um, this feeling of like you're only the only thing that you can do is to is so like destructive in such a broad way. Like you wish that you had like a <coughs> pin hammer, and like the only thing you have is a sledge. So you gotta fucking. <coughs> Do what yeah. you do. My the one that the I wo- love the crap the, out of that. The <laughs> lyric that I wrote. It's so elegant. The the one it, that re- like, yours reminded me of like so raw. innately was uh my mine was falling is easy when there's no way but down. Totally. Woo. Yeah, it's good. And that was the one thing that forever in my life I am the most proud of that came out of my head. It's great. And your hammer lyric is such one of it's one of those powerful like i don't know how many people out there it's not very many that come with profound single sentences Mm. that resonate like that that's how i try to write i'm like not like a fiction writer no i'm not right i can tell it has to be in you well i could the way that you sang and played that song dude illustrated the fact (sighs) that it's not fiction yeah, but also like just in form, like I'm not, I mean, I can write sentences and, um, you know, I, I have Definitely. on occasion, but like, it's not really, it's not where I shine. Like mm. I, I'm a little too, too, uh, abstract and yeah. a little too metaphorical and like poetic or whatever for lack yeah. of a better term. But well, um, isn't that trying <clears throat> to fine tune a painting? Right. Well, yeah, again, it's the stroke thing, right? That we've yes. been talking about. It's yeah. like it's like the the smallest like 
suggestion that you can make to to create the biggest impact so like that sentence you know too bad the only hammer i have is a sledge like you know is just a very simple little sentence but it means a lot oh man it, yeah i tell you what welcome back yeah <laughs> 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 circle man you're 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 such a character this is a, <laughs> this is a this is a such a privilege to to yeah, know man. that uh, there are times when my mind and my brain tells me there is no one else around that thinks weird like i think <laughs> no yeah. man i seek out the weirdos no like, I, yeah, I know you're my people for no that no no and i know he thinks the same but there are i know i know for a fact there are times when our when you're by yourself and you're having that moment and thank you for playing by the way we'll have another sure. if you want yeah, to do dude, one more yeah, I'll do. later yeah we, we have we have time whatever you want yeah, well cool. let's just yeah um, I have a couple questions to ask after this train of thought ends. Okay. Let's do a couple um, questions and then play. Um, one more. Yeah. So, um, with the way our brains work, as there are times when I'm in kind of my own space, and I'm letting my thoughts just run. Yeah. As rampant as they can be, as creative as they can be, to th to try and just see what comes out of my head and when it's over and I'm laughing at myself at something that I know no one else in the room at that moment will get mm -hmm. I go god I don't know if there's anyone else that thinks weird like it's hard for me to think that people's brains work like mine yeah mm. but I get it but then instances of ideas and thoughts and creativity from branches a person in any act, like, is the objection to that point, mm, you know, totally, that brain totally, thought. And, right. and I, and it seems, it's, here's what is starking, striking to me. Um, you are yet another great example of a lot of our guests on this podcast that are wholly cr innovative and creative and singular and... Mm for some reason drawn to doing something them that is only representative of them right right and it it makes me really go it, it it makes me beg how many are all the other cars on the highway just people who aren't thinking about something that they could do that no one else could do and like how many of us are there? And did we just tap into this group of people that are musicians and artists and creators that are, we only find that we exist this way because we're all drawn to doing this because all the other people who aren't drawn to doing this don't do this. Right. Is, is the is there a separation there mm -hmm. or do, are there a shitload of people driving around in their cars thinking about the same things that we think about and not acting on it i think everybody's a weirdo and like one way or another it's just Definitely. about how much you let show or how how you kind of allow that but but if but if everyone was that <coughs> weirdo in that creative way why wouldn't they all we, thinking they're so individual they wouldn't want to create on it well i think different people are influenced uh by their upbringing to either trust those instincts and pursue them or or not or but or to just kind of be like oh this is just me being weird like i'm gonna go back to my accountant school but it's like, like 80 20 
I think there's enough weird habits. There or are like weird quote. <clears throat> there's enough yeah. like unique things Quoted. to do nowadays that like you can find your. I don't know. Everyone kind of has a niche or a. I, I don't know. A lot of people side hustle. <laughs> I don't know. People there say are, this or that for every that they're into, and I don't know. I mean, for every people person you could count who's creating an. Inv- I mean, mm. there there are a lot. Mm. Well, I'm just but saying, there's, like, all the young people I know that are, like, my associates, like, say, one guy, he's on Twitch, and he does, like, video streaming. Yeah. And then there's, like, you know, another for person. For video games? That, or yeah, yeah. Yeah, For video games. But then you can also do, like, certain others. Like, there's a lot of different kind of avenues you can go with that, too. So there's more than one on Twitch. but And actually, I have a Twitch Prime account, but I don't actually, like, stream my own stuff on. Um, but... Young people have like I don't know they just are super into like internet jobs too and then yeah I man I guess maybe my and my views that's antiquated well uh, I don't know we're we're it's, artists so that's what, kind of what we follow I guess I just feel like there's so many more people that you know I I talk to all the delivery drivers that come in and out of my job all the mm-hmm. time none of them go out and create things and do things right. Everybody at my work, they just go no home after hustle. work. There's no, <laughs> yeah. there's no, you know, all I see all these people working all of these jobs, and I, I imagine maybe one out of every ten, but that's only ten percent. If you think one out of every ten people you see is someone who is innovating or trying to create something whole new mm-hmm. and representative of their brain wanting to expand things, right? Even if you think it's one out, that's only ten percent of all people. I don't know. I see people like I see people with like it's, it's, normal jobs that like have like t-shirt printing yeah, companies. Yeah, yeah. A and, lot of different ways to be. You creative. know, and um, there's there's a lot of stuff going. on. Is it on more there. okay? Maybe that's a better way to ask. Uh, there's just so much shit going on outside of it. It it might not be that popular, and a lot of shit doesn't last for more than five years because that's like kind of the company is kind of how they get squashed or how they become. But certain people aren't actually like into making like more than they don't want to be a huge company or the next biggest company. They just want to make enough to get by. So I don't know. Yeah, I guess I'd, I'd say okay. kind of maybe no. look more into actually the that's local a, business. That's a good point. As people wanting to provide a service that's already provided at a better th- a localized thing. place, right. you know, like which in in music. I guess isn't kind of something that is advantageous for me. Like, you know, mm-hmm. trying to um trying to take a music that already exists and just provide it a better. Right. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like trying to be a better A C D C than A C D C You know what I mean? <laughs> like like ish. But but you, you can do that with a T shirt company. Mm. Or you can do you can. You mm. can take the T shirt exists, well, but you can be less, a damn it's weird as it sounds like, you know fucking smackdown style know your role or you know like you know or just like know your avenue or what you can be good at in the best way like sure you're not spending a whole lot of money but you're making a shit ton of money you know you could be selling you know gumballs <laughs> if your profits killer i don't know yeah yeah man no, i make it sound i make it sound like i make it sound easy but it's not easy at all 
but I think the human minds are fascinating and will make those connections that we see as creativity all the time. I think that different people's patterns make them act out on it or not. Like different people find fulfillment from different things. True. In particular, That's you know, it. I grew up in an artistic family. I grew up with the idea that like art is kind of the ultimate and, and it propelled me towards trying to yeah. achieve that value, you know, that was presented to me. Other people are presented values in other ways, and I think that they find fulfillment through that. But I actually think everybody has the potential to be, like, a creative powerhouse. It's just, like, mm -hmm. the way that, like, quote-unquote artists get treated. <coughs> a lot of quotes in this podcast today. Yeah. But, um, yeah. uh, quotes are good. Quote yeah, get treated as, like, it's very really we weird. It's, like, exclusionary. It's, like, oh, there's a special class of people that, like, have this ability that, like, other people don't. Personally, I feel like it's whether or not people choose to pursue it and put the time into it that's necessary to become good at it like this didn't happen right. for me overnight yeah. you know yeah, like yeah. to be able to draw yeah. or to cr like i learned instruments like as an adult and it definitely hasn't been overnight and no 100 percent. yeah like there's a lot of work involved and it's like do yeah. you have the do you have the juice to like mm -hmm. go that extra mile yeah and keep going yeah yeah and maybe maybe that Maybe the juice is what is the small percentage, juice. not the dry, not, not the <laughs> thoughts, right? So a yeah, lot right. of people have, a lot of people have those individual ideas and those thoughts and the creative everything. And it's, right. the, it's the small amount with the juice yeah. that actually push oh, yeah. it. And those who, and those are the ones we hear from, which are the right. percentage of right. everyone that exists. Right. They have the gas Maybe. in their tank good, to, to get good to the finish line. point. Ah. See, Yoda. It came back. Yoda. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's always nice. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. Nice. Um, well, hey, let's do this. You brought one more album. Hey. Yeah. No. All right. Let's do one more. We going we go. Michael. Sh Michael. Michael Yonkers. Michael Yonkers. So this is Micro Miniature Love is the name of the album, and uh, this is a um, you know a beloved weirdo from the Midwest that basically built his own guitars and, or like, I don't actually know if he built the guitars, but he did his own tunings for his guitars. I think he actually was like sort of like an amateur luthier, but I don't want to, nice. don't quote me on that. Anyway, <laughs> he, uh, he and his brother recorded a bunch of like music in their basement and, um, and it was rediscovered again. That's another kind of like theme other than the first band. It was discovered many years later and people were like, uh, so this was released in the seventies, just to give you guys some nice. Yeah, most yeah. of our context. I, 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 most I of recognize the, the name show. from someone that my yeah. parents have talked about. So think about this guy in relation to all the stuff that you heard, like in the eighties, for example. This this man was really ahead of his time. So. I hope I get it good. <laughs> Aaron's always concerned about the drop. Okay, that was the end of the last track. I dig it. It was a great intro. Here we go. I'm just like 
like a clock. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, tick. Tock, tick tock, tick tock, tock tock. Sound the horn and ring the bell. Turning into death oh, Struggling for every breath Interesting Night our fathers and a glory made He sure knows what's good for me I like the chromatic walks. It is kind of He really is just kind of changing what anyone would have been doing at this time Yeah, I mean, no, nobody was even remotely doing anything that's like punky or, or, or weird This is like, punky This is 70s, I mean this It reminds is, yeah. me of Dead Kennedys for sure, like this is dead Kennedys, uh, right? Like I hear but, that, influence but not too. fast. You know, right, right, right. It's not that punky, like. Yes, but the it, this is like the mentality behind it is similar. Dead Kennedys, yeah. Or I don't know. I love it. I actually thought it was modern when I first heard it. Of course. I thought I was like, okay, this is a modern artist, and um, you know, like whatever. And then I looked into it a little more after listening to to his album, and um. I was like, oh, shit, like this guy was totally unknown. They, they discovered all of his stuff, re-released it, and since then he's sort of developed a following. So that's both of these two now. For sure, yeah, that the last two. Yeah, Connie wow. Converse and, and Michael Yonkers are both like that. And actually Sybil Bayer that I brought last time. Yeah, Sybil Bayer was awesome. Um, Absolutely. Cool. That's fucking great. I guess I have a soft spot for people that get lost and then found. But yeah. well, Wow. We need to make a playlist. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, about, since about since it's already happened cool. once, I'm going to say I need another pee break. So we'll be oh, right Well yeah? timed. Yeah. yeah, perfect. Okay, <laughs> so we'll be right back.
and we're back. And again, they don't know. <sighs> um, okay, so <laughs> let's just do this. Let's go into. I have a couple questions for you. Oh dear. Oh, um, not for me. Oh, for her. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> You're like uh, I am ready to divulge. Um, <laughs> blue or red? Ah, <laughs> uh, blue. Blue. Okay. Interesting. A uh, coffee or tea? Coffee. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> you're like correct, ma'am. Okay, so you are blue. Okay. You are blue, but you are coffee. Okay, winter or summer? Um, between those two. Winter or summer? Okay. Um, I'll choose summer. Okay. Nice. Ninjas or pirates? Oh my goodness. Um, ninjas. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <Okay. laughs> Good answer. Right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying not to like say yeah. Influence. Yeah. yeah. You <laughs> can. You can say. Like, you can answer huh, too. Okay. I'm, I'm pirate. Or, I'm ninjas as well. Nice. I would rather, much rather, be a ninja than a pirate. <coughs> Don't tell. I would too, actually. We'll but I, I almost enjoy winter more than summer. Yeah, I get that. Y'all are from Alaska. Yeah. Yeah. There's something special about just like more questions. Fucking okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, do you have anything you think you should know but you don't? Absolutely. What? Why I'm here? Like, not oh not on this God. podcast, but like existence. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Oh. You're telling me. Okay. I mean, don't want to get existential. No, no, no. <laughs> let, can I ask you a question? It's hard not uh, can I ask you? Okay, <laughs> since you answered why you. Can I ask you a question that is existential? Sure. Okay. Do you think there is a purpose why people are here? Not necessarily, actually. I mean, so it, why it, would you pose the question that you, why you are here if you're not sure there is a purpose for people to, in fact, be here? The closest thing that I've come to, uh, as far as like an answer to that question, is that we, you know, I am the myopic limb of the universe experiencing itself. So I am, I am a portion of the universe that is allowing itself to experience itself. If that makes any sense, probably doesn't. No, it, no, it really does. To some, it, it actually, to no, some that think about that thing, it, it <laughs> no, really actually let does. Let me tell you, let me tell you, it, it makes a hundred percent sense oh, to yeah. me. In fact, I think about me as an extension of only humanity Instead of the mm -hmm. universe, mm -hmm. because we are the localized point. Yeah, that's why people like us, because we, like, we're not don't sure experience or don't think we experience free will. You, quote: You could because we are a, a a small experience of what could happen, but we are uh, well, experiencing what we are. If I like how you said it, better if than what I said, <laughs> if <laughs> if our understanding about. Uh, quantum physics is correct then there are Shit, multiple yeah, points okay. of us happening at multiple points on all times yeah so i actually with sorry go ahead i was saying with different outcomes yes in fact every choice we make is inherently splitting a timeline yeah i, I mean if there's anything that probably exists it's parallel universes yeah um yeah i mean i don't know but i that makes Naturally. sense to me i i have heard it explained yeah. multiple times i've listened to debates with physicists arguing other physicists yeah. about how this stuff and the arguments from the people supporting a multiverse mm -hmm. convince me more 
ditto. Un- than the ones that don't. Yeah, ditto, totally. Just because of their way to explain how things kind of seem coincidental. It sure. it ever it, mm. it how how it how it seems like uh sm- the smallest choices can be the most paramount. Impactful. Yeah. And all of those kind of play into that thing. It's it's strange. It is strange. And I don't actually know if But purpose know the but purpose is not to me is not tied to that at all. The reason I view myself as an yeah. arm of mm. as an arm of humanity experiencing itself versus the universe experiencing yeah, yeah, itself. Yeah. Because there are multiple arms of multiple humanities. And sure. I can't think of it going all I want is for humanity to be better. I want that too. And have le- more well-being and less suffering. I think that you can boil all of humanity's want down to experiencing more well-being and less suffering. And as far as that outcome is achieved, any goal toward that is something that I want to, in any way possible, help perpetrate. Mm. It's Sure, absolutely. Even as get just starting with getting rid of, rid of bad ideas. I completely agree. You know? But with that also being said, um, and you know this as well as I do, you know, everybody's, uh, how they perceive a good way of being you sure. know, is different. Sure. Here, let's go to, let's just do this. Let's it's go hard when question. you care for people. Just yeah. There. Yeah. 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 And have to invoke things. No worries. Okay. Yeah. Um, have you had any life altering experiences that you think everyone should experience? Oh goodness. Um, life altering experiences that everyone should experience. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, I have a couple answers. The, your smile <laughs> indicated that you had one. You instantly lit up. I have a couple answers. Um, so, uh, let's see. One is, um, I kind of feel like everybody should be a waiter or a waitress at some point. Oh, <laughs> like <right>. a server. <laughs> okay. Because I think that it kind of alters or be in retail, like heavy sure. duty, but I think it kind of alters your perspective of like class and like, like, uh, in a relations between human beings and that sort of stuff. And the other answer that I came up with, uh, was mushrooms. <laughs> like that people should do suicide <laughs> oh, mushrooms. Yes. You know, at an appropriate time in a safe place. And with someone there to uh, yeah, at least be With people along. you trust. Yes. And, you know, somebody to be the, the designated driver, so to speak. But well, like. You know. And also go into it. Go, I would recommend going into it uh, with an outcome in mind. Oh, really? As even as much as just wanting to have a good time and concentrating on having a good time the whole time. Gotcha. Uh-huh. You could extend it farther into reaching some place that you want to extend mentally. Thinking about you know you could you can use it to extend a lot of places, but just as you know, just don't do it only to party right. and thinking that you want to just part. Like you have to think about something more real and tangible than that because. Yes, I, I agree. If circumstances can throw it off. They certainly can. And I also think that, like, you know, it. I, I'm not really talking about it in, like, a party sense. Like, no, no. I, yeah, uh, which I'm sure you would guess. Yeah, already. Well, it's been, I, I've definitely done it for partying. Sure. As well as for, 
uh, reflective. So it's actually not bad for you compared no. to most other no. drugs. No. Like there's no like negative physical repercussions. Yep. There's yep. there's a way that it locks into certain portions of our brain and our our like sensors essentially. Yeah. Um and I I think it's never a bad thing to take in another perspective. Agreed. And I think that it it allows that in a particular way. <coughs> and you know, I I did mushrooms when I was a young person. I've done them occasionally um, since then, and they've been lovely. I mean, it's <laughs> it's like I I get to see the life within plants and mm. and sit with my friends. Have and you ever had an experience that was uh, at the time you felt negative? Yeah, I have. But at afterwards, you realized what you felt at that time was actually a positive thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've I've had experiences where I maybe wasn't mentally in the greatest space, or with the greatest people, mm. and um, I later, you know, and had like I've had I really have had very limited bad experiences on yeah yeah, yeah. on that stuff. But like um, the the kind of weird times that I have had have been based upon either wacky uh, relationships that I didn't really want to have Brain. with people that didn't I didn't really want to have in my life mm. or like like circumstantial stuff like jobs and things where like I had something eating at me that mm. I didn't really want to admit to myself <clears throat> and then later I was just sort of like yeah, you know what? Clearly, clearly, they kind of make right. it clear. Don't it makes they? sense. Yeah, no, it just yeah. It, it, it does. It, it squeegees the third eye. Yeah, mm. and it's like, wee, 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 I, wee. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on here? Yeah, I can see. Yeah, <laughs> I can see in a new way. Um, yes, because again, I mean, just like hot ones, like when you take too much capsaicin or something, there's a way that like <laughs> you are nothing but fundamentally yourself. Mm, it's so bring. It's so uh, bring in a sense. Sobering in like <laughs> like a non-sober way, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, no. Um, but kind of, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, cool. there we go. Hi, mom. Love you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. Hey, I. Uh, woo! I get that. Um, want to do one more song? Yeah, yeah, sure. a more pop song versus a my quieter finger picking thing so this is called I can't okay
Yeah. Word. <laughs> Tight. Thanks. No, thank you so much. <laughs> that was awesome. Thanks, man. It's uh, one of the faster tempo songs I've written. <laughs> Kind of new to picks, actually. I do mostly finger picking yeah. for years, so still kind of figuring out those mechanics, to be honest. But totally, no, yeah. it's it's definitely a it's definitely a weird thing. Well, yeah, it's a skill like anything. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Well, Thanks. hey, you know, thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for having me. This is I really appreciate it. Such a fun time. Yeah, yeah. I've enjoyed this picking your brain. Yes. Thank you for sharing not only your personal music, but the vinyls you brought. Thanks. And uh, let's do this again sooner than later. Sure. Maybe not another year and a half. See y'all in a year, maybe? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. (laughs) Hey, who knows? You got, you know, we'll hear more of the success story next time. Okay, right on. All right. Another great one, Jason? Yeah, for sure. And uh, for everybody out there, you know, Drive like you know each other. Mm-hmm.